Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver, tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own, custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shit. The Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at GoToDobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Listener discretion is advised. Hey! Good morning, everybody. Monday, March 20th. Scott, make note. Okay. Uh, see the first day of spring. It is the first day is of it spring. Really? Finally. Yeah, you did, well, it doesn't feel like that this morning. No. Well, there's a pep in my step, so I guess it makes sense. Temperatures are supposed to warm up, I believe. I'm looking at the weather guy. You're supposed to be doing the weather today. Oh, yes. Temperatures, they're (laughs) they're heating up. Now, it is is awfully cold today for the first day of spring, but uh, that's all right. I have some audio here about spring break and all that kind of stuff. Let's play this. Let's see. Besides, it's spring break, right? Spring break! Yeah! That's, that's enough of that. You guys got, you guys, <laughs> I get the point. <laughs> you guys got any uh, spring break plans or anything? I'm doing great. Wolf Lodge this weekend, baby. Oh, that's Ooh. right. Yeah. A little kids, Hoosier holiday. Kids out of school this, this week Yeah, for you. this is their spring break. So. Yeah, this, it seems to be... Uh, these last couple of years, I feel like some of these districts have been bouncing around. One school's out, then the next one's the, the next week, and then, mm. you know, neighboring, neighboring schools are kind of different times, but I feel like everybody's out this week. Yeah. This is the week. Makes sense. First day of spring starts too, on a Monday. Too bad the weather's not a little better for the uh, spring breakers, man. I feel bad for the kids that are have yeah. to bundle up to go yeah, out for spring break. It's good for kids to get tortured. Couple, couple <laughs> of my kiddos are down at a lake right now, and it's forty degrees. Oh, oh that is cool. painful, man. So what you gonna do? 
Yeah, that's that's the risk you take. You play Uno what, indoors. Being a kid? No, that's the risk <laughs> you take taking a vacation, oh, taking on, a vacation. On, spring on spring break. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Doing that kind of stuff. Okay, that I have sense. a a few happy first day of spring facts here. Uh, temperatures, by the way, are set to rise across the, most of the U.S. this week. I think we're going to hit sixty or sixty-one today. Okay, so drastically nice. different than this morning. Seven weeks after Groundhog's Day, we're finally there. <laughs> yeah, so it's gonna, yeah, so it's going to feel or at least start to feel like uh, like spring for a lot of people. A recent poll found spring is. Our favorite season. Uh, but it's close. 30% said spring. 29% said fall. 28% said summer. And uh, 10% like winter the best. You guys? Mm, I'm a, God, no. I'm a fall guy. Fall guy? Yeah. <laughs> Great Su- show. Summer. <laughs> summer. Summer. Yeah, I'm I'm spring every day, baby. That's why I love L.A. It's just spring every day. Flowers, birds chirping, squirrels running around. I think, I don't know. I'm kind of a... Uh, I'm kind of, it's spring is my favorite during the spring. Summer is my favorite during the summer. You just love life. Yeah. No, I just like, I, I like, you know, I, I feel like I'm, uh, I'm ready at the end of each season. I'm going, yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm yeah. ready for something it, it else. It is good to have the seasons, man. Cause like, you know, you mentioned LA and when I was out there for a few years and you do miss the seasons, man. You miss a good thunderstorm or some leaves changing That's or true. Some, yeah. just some wind kind blowing of. or something. Man. man, I always did that too. I'd start missing it. And then you wake up in the morning, like. Oh my gosh, it's 70 degrees again and perfect outside. <laughs> I really miss fall though, but ah, well, you ah, had, it's not too hot, not too cold. You've no had humidity. just a couple seasons here in, in St. Louis. What what about Maine? Like, are your seasons pretty intense? Yes, and and that's been something weird for me adjusting is that I feel like my sense of time is off because I I feel like the winter that we just had was nothing. Oh yeah, like I'm used to having several storms with several feet of snow at a time. Like, I haven't had to wade through knee-deep snow at all. No. So, I, it just, it's it's and weird miss to it? me. I will not say I miss it. I, I think it's just weird. I haven't had to drive to work in a snowstorm yeah, that's yeah. really bad. So, it's just like, I. it's hard for me to be like, oh, it's March. I feel where, like where we, was that mess? <laughs> we used to have we used to have a lot more storms. We yeah, had we ice storms. We too, man. I don't know if that's like a mixed up memory or what, but the last few winters here have seemed very light. Like maybe just a big snowstorm or two, where it seemed like when we were growing up, it was. I mean, there was a big stretch of the year where we were doused with oh, snow. Yeah. I remember, hmm. you know, you do the Valentine's Day. There's a few of those memories where. You know, you have to build your own boxes at school and you trade the cards and stuff. And, and I remember sitting there, everyone's just staring out the window the whole time because it's snowing. <laughs> oh, you just want to be outside playing, you know, and you're stuck in school. And, and uh, yeah, I, I'm just shocked because this year we had it like the week before Christmas was cold. You had snow. January came. There was like a day or two that kind of had something. February was spring. Yeah. And then we had winter again last weekend, and that was it. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of all over no the place. By the way, uh, uh, I am Moon. Rizzuto is on the beach right now in Mexico. To my uh, left is King Scott. We're talking bird. about Maine because, of course, Liv is what? right across right across from me. Maine girl. And then Mike Leahy to my right. Hi, guys. Uh, so good morning, everybody. I, I forgot to introduce you guys. Apologize for that. Thank Moon you. at the helm of things, running things. Yes, running mm-hmm. the show. It's going to be wild. So many buttons. <laughs> so many buttons. I'm getting used to it, though. No, he's running That's the hotkeys with his feet. It's crazy to yeah. see. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know you you were that flexible, Moon. He just has such an interesting system. It's such a personal system. It's mm. not as intuitive as you would you would assume this kind of job would would. Maybe he has it like that for a reason though, so nobody can just boop pop in. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's buttons over here. There's buttons over there. Nothing, nothing has any organization like you think it would. <laughs> He's smart, man. That's but uh, it's fun. Uh, like you mentioned, people up north are uh, less likely to say spring is their favorite. The states that like it the most are South Carolina, Arizona, Arkansas, Louisiana, Oklahoma. Uh, here's something for everybody, though. First day of spring means it's free cone day at Dairy Queen. Oh. That's right. Yeah. Supposedly, this is what I read. Yeah. <laughs> you can walk in and get a free small vanilla soft serve today. No purchase necessary. That is what I read. Yeah, tell them Moon sent you. And they, <laughs> and they look at you like you got three heads. Uh, ben and Jerry's is also doing a free cone day for the first time in four years, but you'll have to wait a couple more weeks for that. That's not till April 3rd. Not sure why Benjamin. that's... Benjamin. That's it. Uh, by the way, 12 days till April Fool's. So if that's something that you're into... Thanks for the heads up. I get, I, get, I get tricked every year by my mom. It's insane that she can fool me every single year. And it's only because I don't really know what day it is. And my, <laughs> and my grandma used to do it to me, too. And now my mom does it. <laughs> With just the simplest things. Last year, she called me all frantic and cr almost crying, saying my dad cut his finger off with a chainsaw. <gasps> Yeah. That's, that's not funny. I know. <laughs> I said. I said. All right, mom, calm down. I can be right there. Do you? Are you gonna? Can we drive him to the hospital, or do we need to call an ambulance? Is his finger still attached? I, I just got right down to business. So, Michael, what day is it? <laughs> oh, she didn't. Yeah, every she year she was. She, yeah, she'll call me. She's saying she's got a flat tire at Walmart or something. It's always <laughs> some some little very believable thing that I'm like, oh no, I gotta help my mom. Here we go, and then it's April Fools. Always. <laughs> but she never so goes good. any further. She just does the one thing and then tells you. She, she'll stretch it out for a while. One time I woke up, my granny said, your dog got out. <clears throat> and me and my sister woke up. We ran outside. We're looking around. <laughs> uh, this is this is the first one I remember. But, and, and then my granny goes, no. She goes, April Fool's. And we didn't know what April Fool's was. We didn't even know the term April Fool's yet. And we still thought the dog, our, our dog Shaggy was gone. Aww. Yeah. You had a dog named Shaggy? We had a little Shih Tzu named Shaggy when that's, I was young. That's, <laughs> that's a great awesome. Name. You made me nervous, by the way. I was <laughs> dump trying to find the dump button forgot where that was. Have you ever pulled a prank, like, over the air? Has the Rizzuto show ever pranked oh, St. Louis? Idea. Oh, man. So, um, you know, Riz and I have been here since day one of the Rizzuto show. And uh, it's nine years now. And when did it start? Uh, March th of uh, 2014. And April 1st, wasn't it? Yeah, it might, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was the other wild thing. Is I think we started either the day before April no. Fool's or on April Fool's. It was on April Fool's. Wow. And everybody thought the show was an April Fool's joke. <laughs> it's not everybody. the longest jokes of all time. Yeah, not everybody, but just the haters. We're yeah. about to announce it's not even a real show. Yes. You guys be shocked. The Rizzuto show was just an April Fool's 2014 joke. <laughs> it's the long con. We're very dedicated. It's good. You know, I don't, I don't remember. I don't know if we've, we've done that or not. I mean, we've, we've done some classics individually. Uh, had, some, had some pulled on us. Uh, yeah, you just got to go live and say, ladies and gentlemen, the aliens are invading. Oh, well, yeah. you, you remember the famous one? I think one. that's been done. Yeah, that was uh, the, uh, what was the that? The Orson Welles. Orson Welles. Famous. There was a podcast, great podcast about uh, uh, about that. But yeah, wild times, man. You guys all have a good weekend? I can't remember. You can't remember. <laughs> I had an It was that good? Weekend. Friday, we, we did the, uh, we do family movie nights on, on, on Friday, and we had a few to finish. We got halfway through The Mummy a couple weeks ago and halfway through oh. uh, Wakanda Forever a couple Ooh. weeks ago. Ooh. Both great. Right. So we, um, yeah, what was Mummy? Like 99, 2000? Probably. Late 90s, I think. Yeah. So we, and I, I probably hadn't seen it since then. And the kids voted to finish The Mummy. 
What are your thoughts on the mummy? You see, you think it's great? I love the mummy. <laughs> I've only seen the original. When's the last movie? time you've seen it? I never saw it. Man, has it been updated with the new look of I Mr. Fraser? I didn't realize how different it was. I thought it was much more like adventure. Have you guys seen Sahara? No. With Matthew McConaughey, great movie, adventurey. It's kind of Indiana, kind of Indiana Jones. Steve Zahn, he's brilliant. Yeah. Um, I thought I, I remember the mummy being a bit closer to Indiana Jones, and it's almost like Indiana Jones meets Ducktales. It's like it's so, <laughs> it's so cheesier than I remember. I, I thought it was a was bit it good more, though, or entertaining. The kids loved it, but you know, and and Mike, you, your kids are young, but they might be old enough. They're in the movies, I'm assuming. Sure, yeah. Did they ever like? call you out on the CG or any of that kind of stuff like oh terrible CG oh awful like I could have done I could have done that better I, I mean my kids are so snobby no not yet not yet but I I, I could see how they can have that perspective after yeah the uh, amount of things the amount of way that Hollywood's changed yeah. in 20 years they liked it but they were they were shredding some of the CG stuff. <laughs> well, I remember it would used to gross me out when, what was it, like those little bugs would get under yeah. their skin? The scarabs. The scarabs, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that freaked me out as a kid, but yeah. I still love that movie. That was pretty gnarly. That's what we did on Friday. Saturday was a big sports day, though. Sports day. And Kaka is the law. You went to the Battlehawks game, right? I did. Tell me more. Okay, they lost, but it was still super, super fun. Because I had never even been to a professional football game or anything. So that was my first time for a lot of reasons. And we were we had great, great, great seats on the 50-yard line. And it was just, there was so much positive energy in there. And people were just so excited to be there. Yeah. And, like, I know it's been a minute since that other team was here. But this is absolutely a football city. I mean, people were thrilled. 50-yard yeah. line. Yeah. I know. She's I know. spoiled, man. I know people have been giving you stuff. You've been, you, you haven't been here for a year, and you've done it all. You're, like, right behind the goal at St. Louis City SC's home debut. Mm -hmm. Uh, fifty yard line in the second Battle Hawks home uh, home game. I mean, it's all about who you know. Yeah, Unbelievable. Now, now we know. Like you know, you try to get tickets, you can't get them in those spots, and now you yep. know who's getting them. All the people from yep. Maine. <laughs> yeah, that's not fair. Like she she doesn't get out much. We got to show her a football game. Was this another record breaker as far as, as far as attendance? I think it was. They didn't have the four hundreds open this time, which I think they did at the opener. Okay, but it was still a packed house. Thirty thousand plus. Yeah, you think? Absolutely. I was parking. Parking, where did we, we got there pretty early because we had dinner beforehand, mm -hmm. so it's hard to really judge because we were down so early, but we, I think we had street parking. It was a huge, huge night down, downtown on Saturday. Yeah, because then yeah. St. Louis City SC played. St. Louis City SC broke records, first team in Dang. history, first expansion team in history to go 4-0. and oh. That's Pretty incredible. cool, huh? Absolutely incredible. Absolutely is the incredible. As a soccer guy, is, um... Is the world taking note of that? Is there any chatter that St. Louis might be something besides just? Um... It is all the chatter. They are cool. top. They are oh, top cool. of the league right now. Undefeated team, one of the very few, if not the only, undefeated team. The first expansion team to go four and zero. We've got great players showing. Like, all, I mean, this is like the most exciting time in all of the MLS. Even the people that were kind of like not talking about us. Mm -hmm. Everyone's talking. Good. About us. That's what I was That's wondering so and hoping. Because this is such the right town for it. It has been for years. I mean, um, since like you know the old, what was it? It was ambush, and then they had these other little teams. Storm. No, yeah, storm, we had the storm, um, the steamers, the ambush. There was always, yeah. When I was a kid, there was always something that I, I was never a soccer guy, but there was a little something. But you could tell it wasn't on a national level. Uh, but this seems. I mean, 
like what the town's been waiting for for a while. Yeah, for sure. And the ambush are still rocking. They're playing a family arena. They're just wrapping up their season now. Nice. Um, so it, I, I would assume all the soccer fandom that's growing and, and the way that it's growing with city is going to help out ambush as well. So, uh, yeah, this is a sports town as you're seeing live. And we, and we, and we don't just like go to sports and, and then fair weather it and, and complain or get drunk and fight and all that kind of stuff. Like you said, it's a really good atmosphere. People, it really it's is positive. Like we just, we're, we're just so happy to be here. I love <laughs> you know seeing, I love seeing that, that, that. You know, right off the bat, people are dressing up like hawks and stuff, and people oh, are yeah, wearing so completely blue feathered outfits and stuff. It's yeah, like, yes, that's oh, what. Did, did anybody see the picture of the guy at St. Louis City SC uh, with the toasted ravioli hoodie? Like, <laughs> yes, the whole his whole face was a the toasted city's rav- new hero. Yeah. <laughs> oh my on. goodness! Of all the oh, things to go that. viral, that is brilliant. Uh, that is all over the place. <laughs> Yeah, Saturday was Saturday was a great great night. I was um, I I am gonna have to like figure out my heart issues though because man, I was watching I was watching the match from home for a multitude of reasons. I wasn't able to go uh, downtown to watch the match, but I can't sit down. I can I can watch a baseball. I can do anything. I can fish. Like I'm I'm the I'm a calm dude. But when it comes to that team, man, I am on my feet. I'm yelling. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm, I'm my hands are in the air. Yeah. I'm screaming at the, at everything. My my wife was like filming a couple reactions. I turn around and I'm I'm pointing at the phone. I'm I'm just going. <laughs> Could nuts. be a long season, man. Yeah, I saw yeah. her post a couple videos of you like on her Instagram of you like standing up. Then you needed your glasses because you couldn't see. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, she's. It was great. Yeah, the first one I was like right by the TV. And she goes, he hasn't found his glasses. So I was I was just. Losing it. That's hilarious. <laughs> but I'm a big, you know, passionate sports fan. Yeah. Uh, and then Sunday, Sunday was uh, was fantastic. It was my wife's birthday on Sunday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Happy birthday Mallory. And uh, she she actually slept in a little bit, and then she, she got up, and I was like, hey, you know, I've been wanting to go to service uh, for, for, for some time. We haven't we haven't been in forever. And uh, we, we should go. And she got ready in 14 minutes. We went down to church, ran into Scott and his beautiful wife down there. Saw a whole bunch of friends I hadn't seen in a while, and they're all like, "Hey, let's let's go to lunch for Mallory's birthday." Nice. And they took us to freaking Annie Guns. You guys been to Annie Guns? Oh, oh the best! Man, it's, it's the so best. So good. Man. This is like one of the Rizzuto show spots. This yeah. is okay. where we do our celebrate celebratory dinners. Unbelievable! I'd never been there for like a lunch or a brunch or whatever yeah. that might have been. And man, you guys got to check it out. It's in the valley. It's right right when you're into the valley and they got a market there. Oh, yeah, there. I've seen it off the highway. I've seen it. Yeah. It, what's the market called? Smokehouse? Smokehouse. Yeah. Went the to the market. Smokehouse has, you know, a small sample of what they got in the restaurant, and it's went, so good. Dude, went to the market and was getting everything. I got a jug of honey. Ooh. I'm talking like $60, $70. sounds dollars. like you had a, a time lapse back to the 1800s. Dude. You, you went to an old an old one-room church and you saw your friend and yeah. Scott yeah. and his wife in a bonnet. And, and he, he was, walked through his screen door and bought some honey. Let's go yeah. get some biscuits. <laughs> I bought some honey. I think we did buy some biscuits. Uh, we bought... Um, so uh, remember that three one four day? Uh, STL made brought us a whole bunch of packages. Yeah. You got one too. Oh, right? yeah. Do you remember the honeymoon chocolate that was in that yeah. thing? Yeah. So that's a thirteen dollar chocolate bar. Good gravy. Because I bought two of them, and I'm telling you, it's a thirteen dollar <laughs> chocolate bar. It is worth it. Worth you it. Eat it all at once, or is this a take? Oh a bite? no! And that's the other thing too. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a, if I open a dessert, I'm finishing a dessert, mm-hmm. and this one I opened. And then I took a little chunk of it, and then I saw the price on it, and I went, yeah, this is worth it. I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to wow. save this. I'm going to make this last a few days. 
Wow. Got yeah. one of every flavor that I can find. That's amazing. Well, you are officially an old lady. An uh, old lady for <laughs> sure, dude. <laughs> He's going to have Werther's in his pocket soon. Uh, yeah. No, it was so funny. My wife and I were driving home, and all we kept thinking was, this is what normal people do. We, we haven't done yeah, anything exceptional today. That's why it sounds so foreign to me. I'm, I swear I'm, I'm envious of you right now because I'm like, man, that sounds like something out of a movie. Dude. You just, you just had a day. Well, yeah, we did. Well, on, on the way home, it was like 1 o'clock, <laughs> and we're like, this has been one of the most lovely days we've had in months, maybe even years. And then we go, and what have we done? All very normal things. <laughs> we, we bought honey. We had lunch with friends. You woke up. You did something spontaneous. That's, it, it was lovely. It doesn't happen. It was a perfect day. What about you guys? We can... We can Big weekend stuff. Heck yeah. Yeah, my uh, weekend, I felt like I had th probably three different weekends. Because Friday, we we had in the books way back, probably in December, like this is the weekend we're going to start camping, you know, for the year. And so we are planning on actually using a tent and all you that kind of stuff. You just planned this? No, no, back in December. We oh, had it lined okay, up. Okay, it's like, yeah. this is going to be the first day of our yeah, camping Spring break. Excursions. It's going to be nice, good, nice weather. Yeah. And uh, ended up, we, you know, saw the forecast a week ago and it was going to be in the 20s. So I'm like, let's not do a tent. No. And so we went glamping and found this amazing place about an hour outside of St. Louis and private property, only a few other little uh, campers set up there. You know, they it's really elegant. They had this lake, absolutely stunning place. And um, I mean, just beautiful. And what made me thrilled is we get there on Friday, a little after five, and I immediately run over to the campfire, or I mean, the, uh, the, the fire area, and I set up a campfire and... I got it started super quick with nice. no lighter <laughs> fluid grills anything. over there. Dude, I felt like a hero, man. <laughs> I didn't have made fire. You know, yeah, you got to use the knife. You get a little bit of the, you know. You're a real man. Yeah, I was just all like, right. dude, this is great. And I uh, got that going, and it lasted all night long. It was a powerful fire. I was really pleased with that. And uh, we sat around there. I got to smoke a cigar. It was great. And then next, uh, well, that night, it was uh, dropped down to the 20s. Yeah, it was, it was chilly. So it was like one of those old pop-up campers. You know, they've turned it into an actual just uh, oh, stationary site. A pop-up, so it's like screens? Yeah, yeah. Oh, but they have, they have boy, that's cold, plexiglass man. over them. Oh, okay. And so, uh, but it was hilarious. Uh, in the middle of the night, I woke up because my back was just freezing. I was against the wall. My <laughs> wife got the inside. And they had a heater in there. That's what it said on the website. So like, cool, it's going to be warm. And the heater was like one of those little tiny ones that oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you put in your kid's room or Looks something. like a toaster? Yeah. yeah. I mean, just, it did those, nothing. Those camper walls don't uh, hold that heat in. Really. It, no. Honestly, and it might be. Breath, you breathe, you see it come out of your mouth. And it might be a toaster. You know, using <laughs> yeah. just like heated, two heated springs in there. Jeez. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I woke up and there was, I barely had any covers. They were completely, my wife had rolled them all up on her side. <laughs> And uh, so that was a cold night. But well, congrats, um, man. That's called a freeze out. That means you made yeah. it. Yeah. You go camping under uh, 32. Ooh. That's a freeze out. You get a badge for that. Thank you. And it's good <laughs> metabolism burner, you know. You and, do uh, get a badge. But yeah, we got to get up in the morning. We we just did a quick hike up. They had this beautiful hike and through all these fields and um, hills and all this kind of stuff. And man, it was just so nice. So cool. refreshing. That's awesome. And then, yeah, yesterday hanging out with you it was the same thing where. Uh, I just I was excited to go to church on a day, and the night before, my wife's like, "Do you think Moon and Mallory are gonna be at our church tomorrow?" And I'm like, "I don't know." Get out of here! Yeah, wow. and I was like, "I don't know." She's like, "I should get them flowers or something, and has have it ready." And I'm like, "I don't know if they're gonna go or not." And uh, she was right. It was quite I was the like, birthday. What the heck? How'd you know? Psychic. Quite yeah. the birthday celebration. That was fun her. though. That was a good day. Did you do anything after the Battlehawks game, or were you recovering all Sunday Mardi Gras style? Yeah. Well, <laughs> Last time you saw Mike. I was not Ooh, sober. You, you yeah. were live, I met Mike. Live times four. 
No, so after Battle Hawks, so Marty over on WIL in the afternoons, he was at the Battle Hawks game too, but we were in completely different sections. He's uh, like, hey, we're going to go to the Honky Tonk if you want to come out. Honky Tonk? Honky Tonk. Well, is it, where's this at? In Ballpark it's, Village? N- yes. It's near bar. It's near bar- Ballpark Village, kind of near Soulard. I mean, you can see the arch and then you oh, see Bush. Is this the place that's connected to the garage? Yes. All right. Yeah, I've heard, gar- so, I've heard good things. Uh, we ended I've up just going to the garage instead of the Honky Tonk. Um, but when we got there, Marty was already in the bag. And I'm like, I guess that's what's happening tonight. Right. And then the shots started coming and oh, no. you know, we're all having a good time. Holly from sales was there and I mean it was a good time. That's awesome. I mean, it was a good time. I've heard good things about that. Uh, we've been trying to set something up with Teenage Dirtbacks Gone Country. Well, so we time. actually brought you up. Like, why is Moon's Country Band not playing here? That'd I've be seen, amazing. I've seen some photos of this we've, venue and, and I didn't, it doesn't even look like it's in St. Louis. I mean it is, but I'm saying it, it's a Nashville outside. style kind of thing. Very yeah. much, yeah. Wow, Ooh, this place is fun. cool, man. Yeah. That's Sounds fun. Oh, I got man. some more good news. Uh, these are some good news stories making the rounds. Oh, that's nice. We'll put the uh, we'll put the extended stories up on the blog for you. New Mexico's wildlife department. If anybody's looking for a job, they just posted a job listing for people willing to cuddle adorable baby bears. <gasps> Sign me oh. up. <laughs> okay, now, hang in. on. This ain't no zoo situation. <laughs> There are other job duties, too, but that is one of them. Their wildlife officers go check on baby bears in the winter while their mother hibernates. They posted photos of their team in action. It said they're looking to hire, quote, more professional bear huggers. Mm. I don't know about you, but that sounds sounds like like an interesting job for stories. Yeah, and I've trained enough to know how to handle... Mama bear, so that they're mad. You know, you got to learn their tickle spots and all that. But I think that'd be a great, great job. And I wonder if you have to. We see the bear just, you know, they're all cuddled up in their little cave or whatever, hibernating, and you have to like poke the mom with the stick to see if she's really asleep. There has how to do you be, test that? yeah, there has to be an execution. To I don't not know how wake that works. Mom up. You spray her with water. Something. I don't know how that works. There's details Tip-toe. up on the blog. Uh, Good news for anybody seeing a March Madness game in person this month. A new study found that going to live sporting events can boost fans' mental health. I am so healthy right now. It can boost a fan's mental health as much as landing a new job. My goodness gracious. That's how I felt at the the home opener for City. I mean, it was electric. I felt like like life is so good. Is it the same if they lose? (laughs) <laughs> I mean, seriously, like if they would have just got smoked and it would have been like, oh, it's okay. Last week, some alert employees at a Whataburger in Texas saved a 13-year-old girl from being abducted. She oh. was with a 39-year-old, or, I'm sorry, 79-year-old guy who had just picked her up on the side of the road. Employees could tell something about the situation didn't seem right. They called 911. Dude's in jail. Nice wow. work. 29-year-old guy in Maryland named Marcus Moore has autism, but he hasn't let it stop him from becoming a successful business owner. Dude works at a grocery store, has for years, but he recently came home and told his dad he wanted to make enough money to be self-sufficient someday. So back in October, his parents helped him start a pretzel business called More Crunch. Now several stores in the area have his pretzels and you can buy them online at morecrunch.com. I love that. <laughs> Excellent. How cool Man, is that? Awesome. Morecrunch.com. M-O-O-R-E crunch.com. Yeah, two, two O's. A lot of people talk about Southern hospitality. Live, um, have have has Missouri lived up to the Southern hospitality sort of? Oh, absolutely. Well, thank you very much. Absolutely, oh, you guys are so that. nice. Oh, <laughs> thanks, in Ireland. There is a report out on the most polite states in the United States, and it highlights a different part of the country. The report and uh, analyzed Google searches 
including polite terms like please, thanks, excuse me, beg your pardon, cheers, friendly, sir, and thoughtful, mm -hmm. which is weird because who Googles? Yeah. You're like, beg your pardon. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Google, sir. <laughs> you, you, know what I mean? you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be from that town. It's a strange yeah. concept. But thank in the you, end, computer? what state do you think was the most polite? Most polite state? Probably Vermont. You know what? That's not a bad guess. Dang. It is a northern state. Oh, I was just, okay. I feel like I'll we're kind of mean up there, but. I'll go Minnesota. Oh, yeah. It's nowhere near you. It's nowhere near there. <laughs> North northern Dakota. <laughs> It is Montana. Oh, Montana. 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 Named yeah, the most still, polite they, state. They polled the six people there. And they're also <laughs> pretty nice. More than 270,000 searches per 100,000 residents containing polite terms. Hmm. Vermont was second. Followed by cool. Alabama, sir. Minnesota, Delaware, Wyoming, Arkansas, Utah, Hawaii, and Idaho. On the other end, which state was last? Um, New York. California. California, absolutely dead last. Much oh, bigger population, but they only had 10 searches per 100,000 residents containing any polite terms. Wow. Guess who was second to last? Pennsylvania. No, not Missouri. Missouri? No, but close. Kansas. Oh. Kansas, oh, second wow. worst, followed by Illinois. We're surrounded. Oh, <laughs> oh mean people. Rude, rude sandwich. Uh, Louisiana, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Oregon, Massachusetts, Florida, and West Virginia, also at the bottom of the list. Yeah, our that neighbors knocked out. us down the list. We're probably in the top 10, and they knock us down. While you were reading that, I just typed please into Google 20 times, so hopefully that helps. <laughs> Please, 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 please find me something. Uh, so we learned that researchers uh, say our most polite, uh, most polite state is Montana. So the next time you annoy some somebody from Helena or Bozeman or can anybody name any other towns? Billings. Butte. Yeah, well, Butte. Butte. That's right. Well, don't be surprised if you hear anything from today's list of top five polite ways to tell somebody to get the f out of here. <laughs> Uh, okay, you guys have any polite ways to tell somebody? Oh, I'm trying to think of uh, a polite way that Here, I would say Here's that. a good example. Let's play the silent game for the rest of our lives. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All good things must come to an end, and so should you. Oh, that's oh, a little threatening. Wow, that's, <laughs> some of these are gnarly, man. How about, uh, uh, I'd love to resume this conversation at a later time. With a different person. Ooh. Congrats. This is the longest chat I've ever had with somebody stupid. <laughs> so far, these are, I've had a lot of conversations where they ended this way, where someone told me these things. Let's agree to disagree. And by disagree, I mean never talk again. Get the f*** out of here. Oh, look at the time. And keep looking at it while I run far, far away. <laughs> keep your head down. <laughs> Uh, if they ever make a movie about my life, you'll play the role of person I hate. Oh, get the f*** out of here, man. I'm so glad I met you because now I have a new reference for hell. Ooh, savage. Why don't you make like a tree and die in a forest fire? <laughs> oh, that's, 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 that's slightly brutal. I would rather brutal. someone say get the f*** out yeah. of here. I mean, leaf, the old-fashioned leaf would have worked there. Can I have the... Get the f*** out of here. Please. <laughs> Uh, look who dropped to say, look who dropped by to say hello. My middle finger. Oh, that's Get a classic. Get the here. That's a classic. Going in the pocket for the middle finger. <laughs> Hold on, I got something for you. That's or read great. between the lines and you yeah. put up three fingers. Ooh. Yeah, that's like straight, that, one. that one's straight Get out of elementary that school, and that's yeah. straight out of grandpa. The uh, the reach in the uh, reach in the pocket. I don't want to tell you to get the f out of here. Let's pretend you're somebody else. <laughs> eh, oh, that's whatever. Funny. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's not bad. It's <laughs> a couple good ones. Uh, my daughter was breaking uh, Mama Rule number one, by the way, last week. We were talking about this um, as far as running around pools. You're not supposed to run no. around pools. Mama Moon has some gnarly, you know, pool rules, you know, to keep, keep, you, keep you safe. Sure. Of course, it involves pools. It was cold outside, and she was running to a relative's hot tub. This is my daughter. She fell, smashed up her, me- her knee, totally ripped off all the skin, right? Right, right, right on the kneecap. <clears throat> Been dealing with Band-Aids, of course, and as we know, there are two schools of thought for removing Band-Aids. I saw this this morning. Somebody's going to have to test out this, uh, this, this theory. Slow and painful or quick and painful, right? The yeah. rip it right off yeah. or the, oh, and you're tearing all the hairs off your, your arm or whatever the heck it is. Yeah. There might be a third way. Some guy on TikTok posted a Band-Aid trick that's supposed to let you remove them with zero pain. What? Here's here's the hack. You ever you ever used command strips before? Yeah. You know what those are? That you hang Explain. pictures with? Uh, right. Like the, the sticky little goo. Yeah, it doesn't mm-hmm. damage strips. your wall. Yep. Yeah. Sticky things that you use to hang stuff. Big selling point is that they don't leave a mark on your wall when you take them off, right? Or you take half the plaster with you when you yeah. take yeah. it off. I've done that. Done that. <laughs> when you remove them, you pull the tab at one end of the strip and it slowly stretches its way off. Yes. If you do it right, it doesn't rip any paint off. Band-aid hack works the same way. Get one end up a little, just enough to get a grip on it. Then instead of pulling it away from your skin, pull along your skin so it stretches. I think they're saying, like, put a finger on one of it and kind of, like, stretch the actual sticky part of the Band-Aid. Bunch of people online trying it, saying that it works. Let's see this guy. How does it... Here's something I didn't know until I was in my 30s. Band-Aids can be taken off without pain. Pull up... I didn't even feel that happen. Pull up the Band-Aid. Apparently it works. Hmm. It still doesn't pull the hair and everything? Uh, they didn't try it on a hairy arm or nothing, but uh, ah. I think if you, if you like, kind of pinch down on, on, the, on the sticky part and then take, take the rest of it and stretch it out. Wow. Worth That's a try. That's neato. Do you guys have siblings growing up? I got a sister, yeah. Any rivalries? Uh, no, we got along pretty well. Eh, we fought quite a bit. <clears throat> Older brother. There was, like, just enough space between our ages that I was the punching bag. <laughs> oh, oh, really? Well, what's the gap in age? Two and a half years. What about you, Scott? You guys feel like you and your sister were Yeah, we never rivals? competed. We, uh, we got along great. Uh, there's a new poll out saying the sibling rivalries. Among people with at least one sibling, 46% say that there was a rivalry when they were a kid, and 29% say there still is. Hmm. Not surprisingly, middle children were the most likely to say that they were uh, that there was friction, both growing up and now. They also looked about, uh, at uh, various traits they have compared to their siblings. Uh, some, stereotype, t- some stereotypes are true. The oldest siblings were more likely to say they are easygoing, responsible, organized, confident, smart, and successful. <laughs> it's quite the resume. <laughs> the middle children were most likely to say they are family-oriented and athletic. And the youngest was the least likely to say they are almost all of those things. <laughs> <laughs> but the most likely to say that they are the funniest. Uh, okay. Yeah, I was going to say the craziest, but yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. I mean, um, it, there's so many variables that go into that, you know, that could play in if you're it's two kids or three kids, if it's two boys, two girls. A mm-hmm. um, lot of different variables at play there. You feel like there was a favorite? This might be a touchy subject, but 
<clears throat> yeah, f- for me, I don't know if my sister was the favorite, but she was clearly better. <laughs> she, she was clearly the, clearly the winner. all the things. Yes, she was uh, the winner at uh, report cards and violin and sports and everything. So, But you she, never felt like the parents were like, your, your parents were like, can't you be more like your sister? I think they said that, but I, I don't think they really meant it. <laughs> My parents were so strictly, and I mean like strictly, um, they, they strictly adhered to like the fairness game, right? Like mm-hmm. if 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 I worked for something and I got it and then my brother said, I want one of those too. Well, he had to get one too. Mm-hmm. Or, or the other way around. You know, like I worked my butt off to get a guitar. And the day I go to get the guitar, I had been working on my grades for like a year. And Clark's like, I want a guitar too. So Clark gets a guitar too. No. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. How so cool like, is that? so like strictly, you know, like everything was always even. Mm-hmm. So I was always whining about it because I was two years ahead of him. So I was like, well, I didn't get that when I was eight. I had to wait till I was ten. Yeah. yeah. You guys aren't doing the math here. So I was always upset about that. But I will say this, and some of the families might might get weird about this. You guys might even get weird about this. I'm definitely my mom's favorite, and my brother is definitely. <laughs> my <mom's favorite. laughs> I'm totally serious. I bet you they would admit that. Does she, yeah, did she tell you that? Did she say that? You know, I'm not sure she's right. ever said that she in English. Say that. No mom can say <laughs> that. They're not allowed to say you that. You said your brother's your dad's favorite? My brother's my dad's favorite. Well, since that's fair, you each get one. Yeah, although I think I'm encroaching in on that. I think I've been scoring all sorts of brownie points, and my brother's like letting it slip. He's, he's letting it slip. I'm, I'm slowly becoming my dad's Keeping favorite your too. Eye on the prize. Now, I think I think it's a little different. Like you know, my kids, my, my my parents couldn't have kids, so when they adopted me, I was like this just absolute miracle to them. You know what I mean? So my mother just had like such a connection. There was such a thing, and then and then she got pregnant and had like. A really difficult birth and the C-section and all that, right? With my with my, with my brother, so I think she saw like, wow, everything was so easy yeah. with this kid. We just picked him up, <laughs> the stork dropped him off in the front stoop, and then and- this was actually extremely difficult. Uh, no, I don't think that was the reason, but uh, yeah, it was just a it was just a different different sort of relationship, not in a good or a bad way, but uh, yeah, I'm my mom's favorite for sure. Well, that's something to be proud of for sure. You a fav- any favorites for you? I don't know. My parents were pretty even, but I think my sister is the one winning all the uh, the awards right now because she lives in the same town with my mom. So if my mom has anything, my sister gets to take care of it. Yeah, yeah. So she's probably winning all that. She's doing the work, scoring the points, scoring the points. Do you? Uh, I got to, I got some really good information for you here, Scott. All right, please. You're gonna really appreciate this specific. I need to learn, man. Did you hear about the guy who uh, got caught uh, stealing a calendar? The guy got 12 months. Ah, listen. You can you can groan if you want. You can groan if you want, but check out the study that I found. Dad jokes like that are actually good for kids. Oh, well then Scott should be running See? a dang daycare. Right. Dad jokes are usually wholesome, corny puns because they're so soft. They're sometimes criticized for being stupid and lame and groans, like you guys just gave me. <laughs> New study says that dad jokes actually have a positive effect on kids' development. I, I, I agree. Totally agree. My son loves dad jokes because they are extremely clever. And when you're at a young age and you realize that two words can mean the same thing or things have a double meaning, I mean, you really feel like, a, you know, it makes you feel bright to put these things together. And it can they can be truly laughable moments when you see a kid figure it out. Yeah, know? most of these are tiny little riddles. Yeah, yeah. And it's the simple riddles that help educate a kid. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's almost like developing like just like a little skill ladder for understanding. Mm. Yeah. The wordplay and everything. Researchers say that when fathers embarrass their children with unfunny jokes, it teaches them how to overcome awkwardness as well. Oh. 
So seriously, pushing your kids' limits on how much embarrassment they can handle shows them that embarrassment is common and not a big deal. That's why I, I always I always get the male butt naked. <laughs> so all his pals on the street know I'm embarrass my son harder than anybody on this block. Wait, wait, so when the when the when the cops are coming after you, chasing you down the street to to you know get you for for lewdness and, yeah. and I'm screaming you know, out I'm my son's my name. Children. I'm teaching them lessons. I got a big sign so all his friends see. <laughs> that gives that. me Randy Marsh vibes. Like I'm just yes. being a well, good I'm sorry. dad. I thought this was America. I thought this was America. <laughs> I was just trying to raise my kid with a little old-fashioned embarrassment. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing though. I like. I actually thought that was pretty pretty cool information as far as the research goes to, yeah. you know, continue it, no, to embarrass is, children. Cool. This explains cool. why our fans are so smart. Yeah, it's almost a duty. It's your duty to your kids. Uh, your mom asked me if you kids were spoiled, and I told her, no, I think most kids smell that way. Oh. 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 Do I have, do I have a... That's neat. Oh, no, yeah. no, that's not one. <laughs> 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 yeah, they both work. That's neat. Also, uh, neat. All right, you guys want some shower thoughts before we get oh, into the yes. 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 Remember the day? My brain needs it. Just a couple. Um, oh, by the way, it is my, my birthday today, so happy birthday. Happy birthday! birthday. Hey, thanks, man. Thanks. Appreciate that. Figured I would share some shower thoughts for my birthday. And this all comes from uh, from James, who said, Happy birthday, Moon. Good morning, Riz Show. The two E's in the word B might actually be silent. B. Oh. B. Think about that. B. B-E-E. Or maybe just one of them, and we don't know which one. <laughs> You're right. The letter W starts with the letter D. That is kind of strange. What's crazy about water, it can boil you to death, freeze you to death, and drown you, yet you need it to survive. Ooh, that's deep. Mm -hmm. You never actually stop clapping, but the time between claps just becomes longer. <laughs> that one is spectacular. That's, yep. And another one that I read this morning is, imitation crab is seafood hot dogs. Oh, that's true. That's very yeah. true. It really is, man. I thought that was Bravo. great. <clears throat> and your Team Riz member of the day brought to you by Hot Shots, the proud sponsor of Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz. On my birthday, we welcome Emily Adams from Imperial, Missouri. Yeah! Yeah, baby! Emily is a huge Riz evangelist. One of the first conversation starters she uses is, do you listen to Riz? And if it's a yes, then she knows that they have stuff to talk about. Emily loves the dichotomy and com camaraderie between the guys, the support they give the community, and how great the fellas are in real life. Emily appreciates that the show members are all genuine, decent dudes who are really cool about meeting their fans. Everybody except for Scott. Scott hates everybody. <laughs> very no, negative person. Welcome to the team, Emily. Thank you very much for being a part of it. Uh, you can sign up, too. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Hello, podcast weirdos. Riz here for locally and family-owned Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. In business since 1976, along with their team of 600-plus expert tire and automotive service techs who live right alongside you in the communities where they work. Whether you drive a car, van, 
light truck, SUV, hybrid, or EV, you could count on the friendly folks at Dobbs to provide you with the tires you need. Just right for your vehicle and driving style at the lowest prices in town, guaranteed. And you can count on the Dobbs service pros for expert auto service done right the first time, including routine and preventative maintenance and complex diagnostic and engine repairs. With 43 stores, including Dobbs' newest store in Columbia, Missouri, complete full-service tire and automotive care has never been so convenient. So be sure to check out Dobbs' money-saving March deals on tires and auto service and repairs at go2dobbs.com. Then drive into any of Dobbs' 43 convenient store locations for expert service and fantastic savings using Dobbs' March deals today. Go2dobbs.com. It's time to be you again. It's time to go to Victor Men's Health. Now, why are you still going around struggling to have energy and just to feel like you, to be you again? Well, there's no need to put that off anymore. It's time, like I said, to go to Victorman's Health. They have three locations throughout the area, open five days a week. So you can actually get in there. You can actually sit down and schedule an appointment and uh, visit with a doctor or a nurse practitioner and get incredible help. And plus, what I love about Victorman's Health is they actually will come up with a custom plan for you because no two people are the same. So that makes them very unique from other men's clinic. Do you actually get to sit down and talk with your doctor? Think about that. You can at Victorman's Health. And that's what I did, and they went over my vitamin levels. They went over everything. They found out I was vitamin D deficient, vitamin B deficient, all kinds of stuff going on inside me, plus preventative things from the future, like maybe diabetes, all that. If I change certain things now, and they went up with a custom plan, and now my levels are incredible, all thanks to Victor Men's Health. And they have all kinds of stuff going on over there. I encourage you to also look at their social media and uh, check out what they've got going on on Twitter and uh, their podcast, Women Want Strong Men. They have incredible information on there. Go to Victor Men's Health. Be you again, victormanshealth.com. That's victormanshealth.com. Hey, Riz here. I'm going to ask you to do something. Predict the future. You can't. It's impossible. You can't predict the future. Think about four months from now. Are you going to be happy at your current job? Uh, Is your paycheck going to stretch far enough? You can change your life in just four months. Not four years, four months. And that's thanks to Centric. You see, Centric prepares you for a career in the fastest growing industry in the world. Technology. Centric's hands-on program teaches you the actual job skills you need to get hired, even if you have no IT experience. And cybersecurity is the most exciting career in technology and one of the most in demand. And Centric can train you for that brand new career in cybersecurity, and they could do it in four months. And military men and women, you could use your GI Bill to go to Centric. Call 314-450-4714 or go to centric.com slash STL, C-E-N-T-R-I-Q.com slash STL. That's Centric. Change your life in four months. Hey, this is Rafe from the Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. That's right. You're talking to Captain Porksteak himself, and I want to talk to you about prize picks. Prize picks is the most fun I've had winning up to 100 times my money this basketball season. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and enormous selection of players and stat types are what makes Prize Picks the number one fantasy sports app. Now, this week on Prize Picks, I'm looking at the playoff basketball board and selecting uh, Anthony Edwards for more than 29 points and Nikola Jocic for more than 10 rebounds, or Jalen Brunson for more than 30 points and Tyrese Halliburton for more than 10 assists. And WNBA is right around the corner. I'm going to pick Caitlin Clark to make three-pointers on my lineup when the women's basketball season tips off later this month. Download the app today and use code RIZ for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. I'm going to repeat that. Download the app today and use code RIZ for the first deposit match up to 100 bucks. I love prize picks, and you will too. Prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. 
nice weather yesterday, spending time out on the deck. My deck, courtesy of Chester Fence and Deck. When we bought our house back in 2018, yeah, I think 2018, the, the, the deck was in, in disrepair. And we're trying to put band-aids on it. Like the railings were loose. We have to tell people, please, for your for your health and safety, don't lean against the rail because you could plummet to your death. Uh, so we, we eventually had to do it. We had to we had to bite the bullet. We had to call on Chesterfield Vets deck, and they did a tear down of the old deck and put up a gorgeous new deck. They used their own crews. They used their own tools. Um, we did the underdecking. We did the, uh, the concrete patio. They did it all. Everything was in-house over there, and we couldn't be happier. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, in business for 56 years. Fences, decks, sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, windows. They're a company you could trust with your biggest investment in your home. Locally owned and operated. All the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. When you mention The Riz Show, you'll get 20% off your next outdoor project. It's Chesterfield Fence and Deck. They're online at ChesterfieldFence.com. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, after all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Uh, Thanks for listening to my friends on The Rizzuto Show. In the morning. And Donna Fandango. In the afternoon and all your favorite Garth songs all day long. Now that's a great combination. You hear that? Garth Brooks considers cool. us friends. Man, yeah. how cool is that? Seems yeah. legit. And it, it is cool that the point plays Garth all day long. That's what's kept this company famous In for 30 years. 30 years of Garth back to back to back. Oh, I love that guy. I love everything he does. Heck yeah. Um, it is the Riz Show, presented by the Fastlane. Riz is in Mexico, so we'll just check in real quick. No, I think he's, I think he's back in the water. He might have fallen asleep on a raft. Uh-oh. Careful, well, buddy. a porta potty. I don't know. I think he fell off that raft. <laughs> sounded pretty far out. <laughs> All right, let's do some news. Do some news. And news sponsored by Martin Jetco Heating and Air Conditioning. More reliable than your news source. After a week of tear and anger, uh, friends and family of Herman Police Officer, or Detective Sergeant Mason Griffith, packed a high school gymnasium uh, Sunday for his funeral. Griffith was killed on March 12th while on duty. Had a uh, fascination for UFOs and ghosts. Loved turtles, hamburger helper, kayaks, and trout fishing. Uh, nearly 1,900 people filled this gym uh-huh. uh, in Owensville High School on the same court uh, where the Dutchmen play ball. An American flag, two stories tall, hung next to the electronic uh, scoreboard and uh, behind the uh, cherry wood casket. Police officers from as far away as New York stood in line to hug Griffith's widow, wow. Jennifer. Uh, many wore their dress blues and, and looked their best. Fire- firefighters, medics came. Uh, R.I.P. Detective Sergeant Griffith. Mm-hmm. Such a bummer, man. Yeah, such a bummer. Um, select units of Gerber Infant Formula. You're past the formula stuff, aren't you? Uh, me personally, I've well, you're been not, done, <laughs> done for like 40 years, man. <laughs> oh, I apologize. <laughs> you don't dabble now and well, then? Well, there goes your birthday gift. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I eat solids. <laughs> hey, there's grown men that still breastfeed. We've learned that the hard way around here. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a valid question. Stay with us on a Thursday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not no, my kids strange. are older than that. All right. Well, uh, there is a recall. 
Uh, like I said, select units of Gerber infant formula are being recalled over concerns of possible bacteria contamination. Mm. This is a voluntary recall issued on Friday by Perigo or Perigo uh, Company for certain Gerber Good Start Soothe Pro powdered infant formula produced at a plant in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Uh, in a notice from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, Perigo said the recall is, quote, out of an abundance of caution due to the potential presence of Chronobacter Sagazaki. Sa oh. Sakazaki. Yes. Is that common spelling? Sounds delicious. Sakazaki. Sakazaki. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I don't want no Sakazaki in my baby. Nah, Isn't it give you an Audi? <laughs> Chronobacter Sakazaki is the uh, same bacteria that's caused several infections among infants last year, leading to an FDA investigation of former or, or, or of uh, formula maker Abbott Laboratories. Abbott, by the way, denied any direct links to any cases, two of which involved children who died. Abbott uh. issued a voluntary recall and shuttered a uh, plant for months, contributing to a nationwide formula shortage. So that was a big part of that shortage. There. I remember that. Uh, here I have this labeled idiot in the news. Uh, technology has made it a lot harder for criminals to use phones without being tracked down, but this woman made zero <laughs> effort. Zero Good. effort. Uh, and I do think I have some uh, some audio for this. Let's see. A woman from Maine. You may Ooh. know her. Ooh. Hey, do you know uh, Megan Levitt? Megan <sighs> Sounds Levitt. Sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> that seemed to ring a bell. Do you get that when, when, when people hear that you're from Maine, if they know somebody, oh, yeah. do they go, oh, my gosh, do you know S Steve Johnson? <laughs> <laughs> you, have, you have to ask, though, right? I mean, you have to you ask. You have to. Just in a small chance. Yeah, there's two million people. There's yeah. There's chances I might know. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, let's see. Because that happened once in L.A. I mentioned a buddy of mine's name to this uh, lady. She's a producer. She's done a ton of stuff. And she goes, oh, you know him? And I'm like, yeah. And, she, and he kind of got some trouble in the past. And uh, and she's just she just looked at me with that confused look of like, oh, so you're friends with him. And I'm like, of all the humans on the planet, how do you know this guy? Everybody knows Michael Jackson, and we know about oh. your close relationship with him. Yeah. Okay. All right, get this. My second father. This woman from Maine, Megan Levitt, arrested on Saturday after she made several calls to police, making fake claims about a Walmart. She first called to report an explosive device at the store. Mm. Flag number one, Oops. or mistake number one, we'll say. Then she called again to report a man with a gun at the same Walmart. Both calls total hoaxes. One, that's two. The police responded, but Megan was easily tracked down because she made both calls from her own cell phone in an Uber on speakerphone. <laughs> um, all right. She's uh, oh, for the win. God. The Uber driver hears everything, alerts police as soon as he drops her off. Yeah. Police say the woman made the calls because her boyfriend was about to be arrested at the Dick Sporting Goods across the street. <gasps> so she was just trying to biz busy them all up. She was trying to distract them. It didn't work. They're both in jail. <laughs> That's a good girlfriend, though. You gotta give it to her for trying to help the man. Yeah, check this out. We were able to have someone from the public, an Uber driver, who witnessed the suspect in this case making the phone calls to the police department. We're thankful to him for sticking around and flagging us down and letting us know that was really a, a big piece of the investigation. I'm going to say this without looking to my left at my cousin's cousin. Nepotism gets a bad rap. <laughs> <laughs> people, 
People think of a rich business person paving the way for their kids to jump in line to a high-level position without paying their dues. And a lot of people get real upset about this sure. kind of stuff. Mm. There's a new survey out on nepotism. And it's, uh, it is used, it uses, you know, the broad definition, essentially giving an edge to family or friends in the workplace. And as it turns out, everybody's doing it. 42% of people say they have connected a friend or family member with a job opportunity. I mean, if you're thinking about it, like as far as networking goes, most jobs go, hey, do you know anybody who'd be good at this? Absolutely. Well, who yeah. do I know besides my family and my friends? That you could really, <laughs> you could really vouch for. I mean, you're only yeah. going to vouch for someone you know well, and, right. a, and a family member you would know well. Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not necessarily um, something that's you know egregious acts of 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 wrongdoing or any of yeah. that kind of stuff. Thirty five percent have themselves connected with one in this way, and only twenty percent, I'm sorry, twenty four percent believe they missed out on an opportunity because another candidate used personal contacts contacts to land the gig. And in this sense, only 16% say that they think nepotism is actually bad. Uh, when asked about different fields of work, 53% of people say nepotism is very common in, in politics. 40% say it's very common in business and acting, followed by media, music, finance. Medicine ranks the lowest, with only 19% saying it's very common. Well, yeah, it's because, uh, you know any good doctors? <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know anybody who'd be good at this? You, you know my actually, Uncle Steve. You'd have to actually yeah. know something for that. Uh, sports is next, followed by academia and law. Yeah, I don't see any yeah. first basemen. Do you like know any that. good home run hitters? <laughs> oh, yeah, my brother. <laughs> you should see my cousin swing a bat. <laughs> Can you wear roller skates? He's better that way, running the bases. Get this. Uh, Scott, find this. Uh, these, 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 um, their shoes, I, I'll, I'll get into it. I want you to put a picture up on the, uh, up on the, the picture. Okay. Handful of very weird nineties kids are going to be very excited right now. Oh boy. High end fashion brand in New York is I selling knee high boots that look like the Teletubbies <laughs> and not just a little, Aww. like they're Teletubby boots, specifically Dipsy, the green one. Okay. There's a photo going around. We're talking bright green, stiletto knee highs with Dipsy's face and arms hanging <sighs> off of the top of each boot. So they're like a half shoe, half stuffed animal. God. It's very strange. <laughs> a designer named Christian Cowan is taking pre-orders online and they're reasonably priced. What do you think the price is, Liv and Mike? Reasonably priced. I mean, a nice pair Knee high stiletto. Teletubby kicks. Gotta be... Three fifty. There's there's a picture of them right there. See that they zip up all the way. Oh, oh I'm gonna God. go four fifty if that's there. <laughs> yeah. Look at those things, dude. It's they a have great arms. color, but then you get all the way to the top and you and got... your knees are gonna look hilarious. That's your new knees right there with a little. Those face. are <laughs> sexy. Right. I'm gonna right. say it. I didn't think about that. The faces those are, are where the wild. knees are. Five hundred dollars. Hey, post this on Twitter. You got you got to post this on the ratio okay. account. This is phenomenal. That's fashion. Guys, yeah, I mean, that is very much fashion. For a low, low price of $2,500, oh. you can pre order now. $2,500. Is that for both or dollars. what? <laughs> There's a punishment for you guys. I'll you wait. have to buy those and wear them oh, for like I'm, a month. If you guys bought Dude, these I'm for me, wearing. I would wear them. <laughs> you have to wear them to like the grocery store. I'm not going to wear them everywhere. Somebody's going to rob me for them. Yeah. That would be the punishment. I'll wait till the Tinky Winkies come out next season. <laughs> well, don't worry. The other three Teletubbies, Tinky Winky, Lala, and Poe. Oh, I want the Poe Have ones. not been left out. Oh, good. They're also selling t-shirts, hoodies, and jean jackets with photos on them. Those aren't cheap either. The jean jacket, 
a cool $595. Oh, that's what's yeah. up, though. Right, yeah. I, I agree. We're a jean jacket We're jean pair, jacket you guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the hoodie is $350. The t-shirt's $195. And all of it sold out. Wow. Who's yeah, buying that's a, this? It's a smart invest. I mean, I know it sounds stupid, but that right there is a collector's piece for sure. And if you're going high end, most of the stuff is collector's piece, but this will be... You know, when I first looked at it, it looked like it was felt, but those are, le- are those leather? I, th- I thought they, they were f- they look fuzzy. Yeah. I thought they were fabric. Are they velcro? That'd be nice. If you stare at it long enough, it almost looks leather. Um, you tell me if you think this was an overreaction. Okay, listen to the whole story, and then just let me know what you think. Not many people go crazy over cookies. I myself, I'm an addict. I know you like a moist. Yeah, I, I like a good. We all sweaty know about cookie. your wet cookie thing. Yeah, I don't. I don't <laughs> use the word moist because that's like that's too broad. It needs to be sweaty. Sweaty. A good, a, a good bottom. It, you turn sweaty it over. Bottom. Turn it. Turn it over, and it like. It just looks like it's been sweating. You, you, know, you know what I'm you saying. Do you keep I'm cookies not, in your socks? It seems like you're the kind of guy that would have a cookie in your sock we, all day just to do, sweat it up. We do have a cookie jar. <laughs> no, it's not, it, the cookie has to do the sweating. You can't just throw water on it and have a, a mushy cookie. <laughs> Anyways, uh, aside from Cookie Monster and myself, there's this woman. 24-year-old woman in Florida named Amory Hendricks went through a McDonald's drive through last Thursday. She wanted to get a free cookie, which was apparently being offered through the loyalty program. She didn't get it. She became enraged. She starts yelling. You? She pulls out a gun. Mm-hmm. She loads it. She starts waving it around. The workers give her a cookie. <laughs> She's still not happy. Oh, she pulled into a parking spot and stormed up to the door. The employees called 911 and tried to lock the door, but she was able to force her way inside. There was a scuffle, but fortunately, nobody was seriously Ooh. hurt. Uh, Amory was uh, arrested and hit with multiple charges, including aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, battery, and resisting an officer. As it turns out, she is also the manager of a fast food restaurant, although police didn't say which one. Listen, huh. I, lo- I love me Probably a sw- Mrs. Fields or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love me a sweaty cookie, but I'm not assaulting anyone for it. No. That's passion. It really is. How about this one? Uh <laughs> Super teed off that a couple in a neighborhood apartment was making too much noise during sex. A pair of gun-toting Texas sisters threatened to shoot the couple. Cops busted 25-year-old Alexis Davis and 21-year-old Treasure Bibbs after a confrontation early last Monday morning at an apartment complex in Houston. According to police, an ongoing fight over noise coming from a nearby apartment had already resulted in Alexis and Treasure leaving notes on the couple's door threatening to kill 31-year-old Kevin Frank. Two first names. And 29-year-old Kiara McPherson and their children. Good God. Oh, dang. During confrontation, uh, Alexis and Treasure both showed guns and threatened to kill Kevin and Kiara with a gun for being too noisy. Quote. I just can't believe someone named Treasure would be so terrifying. <laughs> Alexis and Treasure were arrested for aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, which carries a maximum penalty of 20 years in prison. Oh gosh, that sounds like a freak of the week looking yeah. for... Two girls with guns to bum rush me and my mate while we... (laughs) They were leaving notes with the threat on the notes saying, we're going to kill you and your kids if you don't shut up. That's insane. So if you had a neighbor that was bangerang and a little too loud, would would you like knock on their door and be like, hey, or would you just let it go? I don't know. I think I've, I've had that situation and I've probably been on the other end of the situation and yeah. we've ne- never said anything. I've never <laughs> been told to quiet down, and no one—I've never told anyone to quiet. I, down. I don't think I could do it. Just to look them in the eye and be like, "I can hear you." I've, I've done it in a hotel. Um, You've asked them in the hotel to quiet down, or no? No, I just banged on the wall. 
you know? I mean, okay, just to be like, hey, I can hear you. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm aware I, of what you're doing. Right, right, yes. right. I let yes. it go for quite some time. A bang on the wall is one thing. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't. It wasn't a. It wasn't a pipe down. It wasn't a thread. It was a. Just so you know, there's somebody over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, it, was, it, was one of, it was one of those. I've had actually lots of situations in hotels where that's happened. Yeah. But not yeah. and not not so much where I've had to bang on the wall. I think I've only done that a couple of times. Usually I let them go. You know, yeah. I, I'm happy for thing? everybody. Yeah. Right. It'll only take two minutes. No. I let some yeah. go, but usually I leave a note that's threatening them. This was <laughs> next time was I'm coming I'm in. Kill you. Yeah. You yeah. Jerks. No. 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 This was having a, fun over there. This was in a hotel in Chicago. I was um, where was I flying? I think I was flying into Canada and I missed a flight or a flight got canceled and I was stuck in Chicago and I had to have, I had to, it was like two or three in the morning. They put me at one of those hotels, the airport hotels, uh, because they're, they were putting me on the next flight, which didn't happen until five in the morning, six in the mm. morning. So it was one of those where I'm like maybe going to get two or three hours of sleep and have to be right back up. Yeah. And people were just enjoying, <laughs> enjoying Chicago. And uh, I was like, yo. The Chicago bean. Yeah. And it was just, a, again, like, hey, I'm over here. And they quieted down from, from yeah. what I remember. I had another situation. Dude, this is a story. Uh, this was a, a hotel in, um, I think it was in Alaska. And uh, these, these, these two folks were rocking it, man. Like just having the time of their life. And it was, everybody was loud. This was wild. And then it stopped. And then as clear as day, you could hear their conversation. And boy, she was married and not to that guy. Oh, boy. And that guy was in college. And then they start watching the news. And Casey and a, and a Casey Anthony story comes on. This is like right in the middle of that when, like, you know, everybody was talking about Casey Anthony. And uh, she starts going in, or he starts going in about Casey Anthony. And then she takes the opposite political stance. And they start fighting. Fascinating. Dude, I was just like, this is a show, man. I can't go to sleep now. That's great. And, so, and I heard the whole thing, and she's like, you don't know what it's like. And he's like, what are you, you, know, what are you talking about? They went at it. And it was like, it start, It ramped up. It, they didn't in, instantly start fighting. Yeah. And, then, and then you hear the door shut, and you're like, well, there he goes. <laughs> I've, been, I've been on the uh, situation where I'm living my life in my apartment to the, you know, normal living standards that I like to keep uh, back when I had an apartment. And I think that, you know, oh, they neighbor probably can't hear me. Um, no, nobody's ever complained or anything. And then I remember like all, every once in a while I would hear the guy sneeze like clear as day. <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, this guy's got to hear like everything out of my mouth. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, cause he would, I would hear his clear as throat once, you know, in 48 hours. I'm like, oh no, he's got to hear everything. So yep. I know people have probably heard me. Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. There was a, uh, <clears throat> I lived in an apartment, I've told this story before, I lived in an apartment underneath a gal who was living her best life, man. Just living her best life. And it was, uh, I had early, early wake up jobs then. I think I was driving a school bus or something. So, uh, you know, uh, up real early and one thirty, two in the morning. You know, that, that bed just starts going, and I was like, no. Oh, man. No, I'm so happy for her, but this is not the time. Uh, what about tour bus life? Like, is there, like, an unspoken rule? Um, Yeah, what do you mean? Like, in the bunks? Yeah. Uh, bunk bunk fun is, is not as easy or fun as it sounds, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you just kind of let people do their thing. You, I mean, there's a, there's a curtain. There's no doors. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> there's a curtain. So, you, like, the, I'll tell you, the only rule... Well, the, the, the real unspoken rule is with, with all bunk stuff is that, like, bunk zone is safe zone. If it's not your bunk, you don't put your hands in it. And if, mm. and if the curtain is closed, you don't open it. Unless, you know, unless you're waking somebody up or something, they're supposed to be at sound check. 
Um, but yeah, yeah. So so bunk zones. Now, when somebody reserves the back lounge or something like that, mm-hmm. you know, if a door is locked, you usually clear out the bunk zone so mm-hmm. nobody can hear anybody back there. Okay. You know what I mean? Because you don't want to. No, make them nervous. Right. <laughs> Why yeah. is the bus rocking? <laughs> yeah, I know that sounds silly, but that does happen. I, be- I believe it. <laughs> and it would it would be obnoxious, so everybody would just leave. You're just like, who wants, who wants to be on a, a boat? You know, it just turns into a boat all of a sudden. The best is whenever something's like that going on, and they're like, hey, that they should not be back there doing that right now. You got to knock on the door and get them out of there or something. So, they, you know, you get asked to go do something like that where you have to knock on the door and be like, hey, Mike, uh, time to quit making so much noise back there. We got to go, man. You got to get this chick off of here. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was a, a crew member. A crew member regular. That was fine. Uh, you just stated an Airbnb. A French family is suing Airbnb after oh. their 19-month-old passed away after being exposed oh. to fentanyl, <gasps> allegedly at a vacation property in Florida. Oh, my Lord. Damn. Kid passed away during the summer of 21 with acute fentanyl toxicity. But nobody knows how the child ingested it. The family claims that even though the Airbnb was marketed as a peaceful place to stay, it was actually a party house with one drug-fueled party thrown Mm. shortly before they got there from France. So they come in from France. They rent this house. They think that a party happened right before. An hour later, the mother—oh, sorry. uh, When when the parents got to the Airbnb with their five kids, they put their daughter down for a nap. An hour later, the mother checked on the child and found her unresponsive. She was pronounced dead at the hospital. The Palm Beach County Sheriff's Office said there were no signs of any narcotic medications or any illegal narcotics at the crime scene, and and her death was listed as accidental. The case is closed pending uh, viable leads. The parents also tested negative for drugs. Family is suing Airbnb for failing to ensure the property was safe, saying the company's cleaning procedures are inadequate to decontaminate a property and eliminate the risk from drugs or residue. Airbnb is offered uh, is offered condolences to the family, but won't comment on the suit. That's wild. But wait, that- the you said that <clears throat> the baby was tested and it had nothing. No, no, the the parents. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, super, super sad story. Oh, that's we'll awful. Scary. Super scary, but see where that uh, where that goes as far as what that does for Airbnb and and uh, what their... Sure puts a black mark on fentanyl, doesn't it? Certainly, certainly <laughs> does. Certainly does. Uh, have you heard this new work term that's been buzzing on TikTok, rage applying? Rage yeah. applying is when you're so fed up with your job, you go home and apply to a ton of other jobs that seem better. <laughs> I kind of love that energy, yeah, though. Yeah, that seems productive. That's good. <laughs> Here's a few more work time, work terms that have been trending lately. Copycat layoffs. What's that? You see one company in your similar industry do a layoff, you're like, hey, we should too. The idea that layoffs are contagious. When one corporation starts canning people, other companies decide, oh, we, we should do that. And they just do it. Yeah, save some money. Uh, res- resenteeism. It's when you stay in a bad job because you don't think you have any other options, so you start to resent it more and more mm. and more. Bare minimum Monday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is like quiet quitting just for the start of the week. You skate by, let yourself ease into it slowly. Basically, do nothing I love that. You're still getting you your requirements done. You're just not... Going overboard. <laughs> I feel great on Mondays. Mondays are the only day that I actually got some rest. Thursdays mm-hmm. are so difficult for me because I I I haven't slept for four days, and there's no consolation with the Friday that it's a weekend. So right. Thursdays are my Mondays. I I I, yeah, really, I like Mondays. I really appreciate Mondays. 
Mondays, yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I get to do it, do my best, feel good. It is a nice uh, start over day. I like it. Chaotic working. This is also called malicious compliance. <laughs> That's, That's like a band name. <laughs> Malicious compliance. Yeah, yeah. It's, this uh, is like the toddler thing where you toss everything around and slam stuff down on the desk. Chaotic. <laughs> Malicious <laughs> compliance. Rock band. <laughs> I love that. Uh, this Good is when song. you break rules at work to help out a friend. Oh. For example, you give them an employee discount or upsize their food order for free. Ooh. Now that's salacious. Naughty. Shift shock. This is when you're excited about a new job, but after a few shifts, you realize you absolutely hate it. It's also called new hire's remorse. Oh, yeah. There's a honeymoon period with a lot of jobs. Mm -hmm. That checks out. How about boomerang employees? Not boomer employees, boomerang employees. That's common if this is what I think it is. I mean, the radio industry seems like this happens, right? It's when you go back to an old job. Yep. Because your new one didn't work out. Yeah, the radio industry, I've seen that where there's been numerous people here, you see them the last day, and then about three months later, they're back here again, all excited. <laughs> yep. Then they're gone again, and then they're back here again. I don't yeah, understand. boomerang employees, that's Tom Brady. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and career cushioning. This is when you don't necessarily hate your job, but you start looking for other jobs just in case layoffs are around the corner. I feel like a lot Smart. of people are doing that these days. No, yeah. yeah. And get this, how many coffee uh, How many coffee cups do you guys drink? You don't drink coffee, do I don't you? drink coffee. No. Wow. Was uh, this something that you quit or something you never started? Never really started. I would have one here and there, but it's not my jam. Mike, coffee? Yeah. How many How many cups? Uh, t on a regular, uh, I'm supposed to do two a day is what I, I try to stick to. What about you, Scott? Oh, um, I'm probably supposed to do two, but it's probably closer to ten. Wow. Ten. If I come in here, I love the coffee here. I told you. Whatever yeah, you, you got in that break you, room. You love man. it. Yeah, so when I come in here, I will have an extra one or two of these big guys. But then my body just feels twitchy and crampy all day. Yeah. It's not good. <laughs> not, not worth good. it. So, yeah, I usually just do two at home in the morning, and that's it. We're always seeing these different studies about coffee's great for you. Wine is great for you. Coffee's going to kill you. Wine's going to kill you. <laughs> all, all of it. Well, here's why. This says uh, if you're having more than one cup of uh, coffee a day, you're skating on thin ice. Uh, oh, <gasps> dun, dun, dun. A new study finding that it could be bad for your health and even kill you, all caps, kill you. This explains why so many people die every year. <laughs> Researchers at the <laughs> University of Toronto found that around half of us have a genetic variant that helps us metabolize caffeine quickly, which is good. Uh, but if you're in the other half of people who don't have that gene, drinking too much coffee might be punishing your kidneys. Hmm. And over the long term, it can lead to kidney disease. A separate study they did in 2006 also found that people who don't metabolize caffeine well are at a higher risk for heart attacks. So drinking too much coffee could be putting you at risk in more ways than one. There's no cheap and easy way to see if you have the gene. It's not one of those easy things where you spit into a cup and say, ah, I got the caffeine gene. Uh, and being able to fall asleep after a cup of coffee at night doesn't mean anything either. Some DNA tests can tell if you have this gene, but they're pricey, about 200 bucks. So this is caffeine, not just coffee. So this goes for anything with caffeine in it. Tea. Yeah, I think this is... This Liv, is, do you do caffeine besides coffee? Yeah, this little water thing has caffeine in it. I'll do an energy drink once in a while if I need it. All right, you might die too then. Don't be so smug over there. Damn it! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so why not the coffee? You just don't like the taste or the smell or something? You want the real answer? Well, yeah. It makes me poop. Oh, like if I were to have See, a coffee the, in the morning, I would have to run out of here midway through the show. Like I'm not going to risk that because it's an urgent poop. Yeah, that's smart. It's not worth the risk. 
I think you got your podcast title there, Scott. <laughs> it's an urgent poop. The lead researcher says to just assume that you don't metabolize caffeine well, so don't drink more than one cup of coffee a day. Ooh, oh, well, okay. Yeah, do you guys want to do? You guys want to jam a song? We can. <gasps> Yeah, you got some guitars or something? We've been, talking, music no, no, no. we've been talking about the opportunity to jam some songs uh, while Riz is away. Because, you know, he does, we, we, don't, we don't usually do uh, music on the Riz show presented by the Fast Lane. Uh, so I'm thinking, man, it's, it's Monday. We do a little bit of like Monday metal kind of kind of vibe, you know? Sure. Like a, a Monday morning metal. And uh, we can't go too metal. We're not talking like, you know, necessarily Pantera or something. But I think I, think I want to do, what, what do you point at? The heavy metal. Oh, heavy metal? I yeah, we got to have heavy metal. I don't metal. know where that button oh, is. Okay. <laughs> Let's do some Deftones. What what song, Liv? Oh, God. What do we even have yeah. in there? Oh, we got it all. My Own Summer, Around the Fur. Let's do something good. Wheels change, be quiet and drive. Oh, you got to change. Change? change? Yeah, this song's beautiful. All right, where is that one? Where is that to one? It starts right. with C, Up. I think. Ah, yes, thank you. <laughs> I'm going to put that right here. Let's rock that, and then we'll come back with Traffic Weather. Cool. It's the Rizzuto Show. The Point. Deftones. I do like being able to play a little bit of music. So if you guys ever want to weigh in, just uh, just tweet us at R-I-Z-Z Show. It is the Riz Show presented by the Fast Lane. Riz is in Mexico for some time, uh, you know, this this week, but it's okay. Yeah. We're going to be uh, we're gonna be holding down the fort. Oh, goodness. Oh, I like that. That's fun. That's the wrong, that got me that's going. The wrong key. Uh, <laughs> holding down the fort here. It is Moon. I am joined by Liv, King Scott to my left, and Mike over here. Uh, on my right. Thank you guys for being here, and thank you all Anytime. weirdos for uh, for listening, tuning in this week, having some good times with us. Yes, I'm going to be hitting some wrong buttons here and there, like that uh, uh, the hustle button. I think <laughs> I think I just hit. I like it. What, what did I hit? Dude, I meant to hit this. Yeah, that's 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 Riz checking in from Mexico. Uh, but uh, yeah, you can always get a hold of us at. Um, ooh, let me get this. Let me Riz or sorry, Scott. You you. Zoomed out of that thing for me. Oh. Uh, the phone number, 314-624-3833 and 618-398-3833. Get a hold of us on our email, rizshow at 1057thepoint.com. Of course, we are live on the Michelob Ultra studio cams, and you can hit us on the instant feedback on the Points mobile app. But just want to, again, say thanks to everybody. Uh, thanks for all the incredible, incredible feedback on social media this this last weekend. Um, it's, uh, it's interesting jumping into the captain's chairs first time, even though, you know, I've been here for, for, for nine years with, yeah. with Riz, watching him hit all these buttons. He has the most interesting and counterintuitive system over here of how he works all of his buttons, but, uh, we're doing our best, having a lot of fun. I'm so thankful for you guys for being in the studio. By the way, that Twitter poll that we had last week, do you remember this? Would you prefer a higher paying job that you hate or a low pay, low paying job that you love? It went back and forth, back and forth. The results are in. 51.5%. Oh, wow. High-paying job you hate wow. ended up winning. Surprising. I did, not, I did not see that coming. No. So thanks to everybody. That, I mean, that got so many thousands of votes. So thank you for, uh, for doing that. Follow us on our socials yeah. at R-I-Z-Z Show. And again, maybe we'll sneak in some of those Monday morning medals. It's been, uh, it's been nice the past couple of days. Uh, anybody spend time outside yesterday? Okay. Out on the deck yesterday? Okay. Oh, you don't have a deck. Your neighbor's got a deck, and you got deck envy. Or the deck you have is in disrepair. God forbid you walk barefoot out there, you're going to get a splinter. I know when we moved down to our house, uh, the deck was... It was in disrepair, and the Colchesterville Fence deck, we did a, a complete teardown, and then we rebuilt a new deck, including underdecking. 
Chesswell Fence and Deck been in business for 56 years. St. Louis's top name in home improvement, quality and professionalism, that's what they put first in every single thing they do. Offering those fences and those decks and screen rooms, uh, patios, retaining walls, and windows. All the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. And if you mention the register of this month, you'll get 20% off your next installed outdoor project. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Woods Basement Systems, the all-things basement experts. Right now, you can get a free estimate at moonloveswoods.com because spring is here, and that means rain and wet-soaked ground all around your house. If your basement has musty smells, damp walls, signs of mold or mildew, maybe even standing water in your basement after a rainstorm, you gotta call Woods today. Wet and leaky basements do not get better with time. They get better with Woods. Remember, I had that incredibly difficult front porch situation that looked bad and was a total safety hazard and Woods Basement Systems helped me fix that for good. Not only did they level the entire slab of concrete, but they installed piers to make sure that the job was done right for the long term. They can fix your settling driveways and so much more. The basement waterproofing, the foundation repair, egress windows. Go to moonloveswoods.com for a free estimate today. Don't wait any longer. Prevent further damage. Remember, the problems won't get better with time. They'll get better with Woods because the problem will be fixed forever. It's the all things basement experts at Woods Basement Systems. Get that free estimate at moonloveswoods.com. Phones, just let us know what you want to hear. Presented by the Fast Lane. Appreciate you guys being with us. We were just checking in on the uh, on the instant feedback button on the um, on the app, and uh, Brandon says, uh, after having a child, I'm now the one that knocks on the wall to let others know, "Hey, keep it down. We got kids here." <laughs> so he actually says, we, "We've got kids here." And then uh, another instant feedback that came over was, uh, "This dude drinks five cups of Death Wish coffee nearly every day." And has no idea, but the fifth cup is the one that actually wakes him up. Ooh, it might be a, a bit much there, buddy. Yeah. What is that kind of coffee? Uh, Death the Wish? Death Wish stuff? You haven't seen that? Sounds serious. Oh, that's everywhere. Yeah. That's that's the one with the skull on it. Yeah. And that Black Rifle coffee is the one with the rifle that does so well, right? Yeah. Those are kind of everywhere. Okay. Kind of everywhere. But yeah, you can get a hold of us, 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. The Mick Ultra studio cams are live on YouTube. Check us out there. And, uh, of course, email us, rizshow at 1057thepoint.com. We will get to uh, some some giveaways later. We will play three in five. Yeah. Well, let's hit some crap on it. And now, crap on celebrities. Man, I did it again. I forgot to do back in the day. I wanted to do back in the day first. Back in the day. We're going to do that in just a minute. But first, crap, brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best, flush the rest, brighthouseco.com, 636 600 
actor Lance Reddick. Do you guys know who this is? No. Yeah. No, I don't. Show a picture. You guys might know him. He is. Uh, he was only 60 years old. He unexpectedly passed away. Oh yeah, I do know this guy. I know him from the Eric Andre show. Dude, I know him from The Wire because we've been talking about The Wire. <laughs> yeah, you've been bunch. watching that. Oh my goodness. Oh, that yeah, guy. That guy is yeah. so incredible. He was so commanding. He was. He was, just had one of those. Um, you know his his presence. Every time he was on the screen, he kind of stole the yeah, attention. Powerful. Was he, he also looked like an educator? Was he in Lost? I don't remember. I'm trying to think where I've seen him. All. What He's on a on? million. I mean, he was in a million stuff. His body was found in his home on Friday. All we know at this point is that he died suddenly from natural causes. Mm. Mm. Oh. Reddick played Lieutenant Cedric Daniels on the HBO series The Wire. He was also Sharon the uh, uh, or Sharon uh, the hotel concierge in the John Wick movies. Oh, yeah. His other credits include uh, Oz, Fringe. Oh, yep, he was in Lost. Yeah. Nice. He was in White House Down, Godzilla vs. Kong. Keanu Reeves and John Wick director Chad uh, Stelinski. Yeah, Stelinski uh, announced that he th- that the upcoming fourth film in the series was is going to be dedicated to Lance. Mm. They also call him quote the consummate professional and a joy to work with. John Wick Chapter Four comes out on Friday, and Reddick had several projects already completed, including the John Wick spinoff called The Ballerina, which is a remake of White Men Can't Jump. Uh, that's coming out in May, and a Disney Plus series Percy Jackson and the Olympians. I read somewhere that he was actually either on the tour or just finished the tour for John Wick, a promo tour. Hmm. Um, so seemed all in good health, everything was fine, but all they're saying right now is natural causes. <laughs> very sad, very crazy. Yeah, it's a bummer. Yeah, absolute bummer there. Sam Neill, also bummer here, but hang on. Sam Neill recently announced that he, di- he was diagnosed with stage 3 T-cell lymphoma last year, but luckily... He's been in remission for eight months. Oh, boy, nice. Nice. Well, bad yeah. news, good news there. In an interview, he said he couldn't care less about dying, uh, but that it would annoy him. Quote, I'd really like another decade or two. We built all these lovely terraces. We've got these olive trees and cypresses. <laughs> I want to be around to see them all mature. Oh, I've got my lovely little grandchildren, and I want to see them get big. He's making sense, man. Yep. Since his interview, Sam posted a video on social media about how tiresome it is to see headlines all about his cancer. When he says, I'm alive and kicking, uh, he said it start, he starts filming a series soon called um, Apples Never Fall for Peacock, also promoting a new memoir called Did I Ever Tell You This? He wrote it while undergoing treatment, actually, and it comes out tomorrow. So right. That's cool. Sam Neill. Sam Neill. Uh, we often joke about Hollywood uh, running out of ideas, but it's starting to look like that might be literally true because now they're bringing us... Good burger too. Yes. Yes. Anyway, we, Just in time. This. Yes. This is like we've right, right in the pocket for a certain demographic, right? I like a certain loved scene. Loved yeah. Keenan and Kel, all that. Like that is that is my jam. Yeah, that was just after me. But I feel like if you're just a little younger than me, then you are Keenan and Kel through yeah. and through. Same. Yeah. yeah I missed Absolutely. It by just a little bit. I, have you gone back and, and checked it out at all? I haven't. No. It actually yeah. really, it really kind of hits. Charming. It, it's man. really it's good. So good. It's such a sweet Great. flick. It's funny. Yeah, we showed it to the kids, and it was our first watch, too. And I was like, that was awesome. I really liked that. Yeah. Keenan Thompson and Kel Mitchell uh, actually appeared on The Tonight Show to announce the news to Jimmy Fallon, who freaked out. Who was Jimmy no. Fallon? <laughs> yeah, no like it was the greatest news he had ever heard. Here's a little piece of it. Here's them announcing it. Well, you guys have a big announcement. That's right. We had to do it here. Let's do it. Keenan, can you tell us what's going on? Ooh. Ladies and gentlemen, Kel has something he'd like to tell you. Wow. Welcome to Game Good burger, too. Come on now. How exciting is this? Such a blessing, man. It's unbelievable. 
So yeah, so exciting. Uh, See, I love Keenan, man. What you guys might not get is like for my generation, like Keenan and Cal was so quotable and is such like a cultural thing for me. Yeah, that it's this is super exciting. Yeah, well, so we we just missed it, but going back, like it all it all holds up really well. Yeah, I mean, it's funny, and like you said, charming stuff. Uh, Keenan said, I can't believe it's been over uh, a little over 25 years since great customer service was born at Good Burger. Being a part of something so many generations of people have come to love has made me so proud. And now to be back where it all began, working on a sequel is surreal. Good Burger 2, streaming on Paramount Plus later this year. The original came out in 97. Wow. 97. I, I was seven. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, those streaming services, man. There's room for all these sequels now. I'm, I'm, I'm oh, liking yeah. it. I do. I'm not against it. I'm not against it at all. Uh, it started as a sketch on the Nickelodeon show. All that. Were you into that? Absolutely. Oh, okay. I just wasn't sure. And, and that's cool for me too, is because I got to grow up watching Keenan on the child's version of Saturday Night Live, and now he's been the longest running cast mm-hmm. member on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, wildly successful. Yeah. That guy is so talented. Uh, remember that huge shakeup um, when Tyra Banks replaced Tom Bergeron and Aaron Andrews on Dancing with the Stars? I really did actually watch that. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't. <laughs> I, I, I really did watch that for the first couple seasons. And, and the other one, what was the other one? Um, uh, so You Think You Can Dance. Yeah. That show was incredible. I loved it. Anyways, the Dancing with the Stars, I would check in every once in a while just to see what was going on. Uh, after three seasons as a host, Tyra stepping down. She said she wants to focus on her business and entrepreneurship. I think it's time to graduate from the dance floor to the stock market floor, she says. There's no word if this had anything to do with it, but Dancing with the Stars moved from ABC to Disney Plus last year. I'm so bummed. I was finally going to start watching that because she was on it. (laughs) Uh, Judge Lynn Goodman also announced his departure recently. Uh, He's been with the show since its debuted in 2005. That has been going for some time now. Uh, Travis Scott. (laughs) Travis Scott, you, you know his Air Jordans? With a Nike swoosh mm-hmm. that's reversed. Have you seen these? Yeah. No. Oh, dude, my son is a total sneakerhead. So we go to the sanctioned and all the all the all the shoe shops, you yeah, know. Yeah. And some of those are like a couple hundred bucks. Some of them are twenty five hundred bucks. Some of them are thousands and thousands of dollars. And to admit, most of them are pretty cool. Like the designs that that they're using that he, that he's coming up with or the the collabs. Yeah. They're pretty sick, but they have the swoosh backwards. That's what makes it the Travis Scott one. Uh, well, he didn't come up with that that idea, and Dennis Rodman wants his props. Uh-oh. Oh, man. Dennis says he released the Nike Air Darwin with a backward slash back in 1994, almost 30 years ago. And at a, at a recent sneaker convention, Dennis said, come on, Travis, give me some credit. This ain't new. Here's a little bit of audio. <laughs> Travis Scott has copied my shoes. I was the first guy to do my backwards when I was playing with Chicago Bulls. Come on, Travis. Give us credit, you know. So this ain't new. This ain't new, brother. Congratulations. That's just a little snippet. Uh, the video is much longer and filled with profanity. <laughs> we'll put it on the blog for you. A Megan Fox lookalike who quit her job to become an OnlyFans creator has opened up about her bizarre Transformers requests from her subscribers. Oh, God. Taylor Ryan, two first names, 26 years old. She makes 25,000 pounds a month. That's 30-something thousand dollars a month after quitting her Costa Coffee and Amazon delivery driver jobs. Didn't take long for people to strike up a resemblance between the model and the famous actress, uh, prompting some unique requests. Quote, it's kind of laughable. When I say that I look like Megan Fox, I mean it's Megan Fox. But people on TikTok started saying it and commenting on my posts. 
The comments inspired Ryan to then start wearing my hair extensions more and wearing a cat eye. She said that somebody asked her to wear the same outfit as Fox in the Transformer film. They paid her $300, 250 pounds, for her to sport a bra top and short denim shorts while bending over a uh, a car bonnet, which is okay. a which is a car hood, yep. to to reenact that like first Transformers scene there. I'm gonna. I was thinking about doing sexy Optimus Prime. Do you think that would go over well? Oh, if you can do gosh. the voice, yeah, the voice would make it. it. I'm bending over. <laughs> sound like him? Straight to OnlyFans with you, Mike. Oh, man. Subscribe. Uh, you got to see this video. There's a couple of them going around, actually, a couple different angles. Takashi69 was booted from a baseball game in Miami on Friday night after drinking way too much booze, apparently, and causing a ruckus. Quote, he was drunk, he was inebriated, and he was out of control, eyewitnesses said. There were lots of families there last night, and he was bothering everybody. Mm-hmm. In a video posted on social media, the Trolls rapper could be seen standing up and blocking other fans as he obnoxiously obnoxiously waved a large flag and pulled on the net. So he was like front row behind home plate. And he wasn't pulling on the net, guys. He was falling into the net and (laughs) using it to keep him him safe. I've never seen that done before. (laughs) Dude, he is all over the place and he's got two friends and you can see his two friends. They let him stand up for a minute and they're like pulling him back down like, dude, come on, man. What are you you doing? Uh He appears to be losing his balance, falling over from drinking too much in a separate clip. The separate clip is from somebody that's in his row, and he does this. And, like, the whole crowd goes, whoa. It looks like he's going down a few rows. Uh, At one point, officials whom were told uh, were either security guards or police officers or somebody uh, were seen asking uh, uh, Takashi to leave as his two pals were trying to intervene and, you know, kind of keep it under control. Interesting videos. Post those up on the blog. Movie web. Put together a list of the 15 smartest villains in movie history. This is a cool list. They said, quote, these smart villains aren't just capable of of manipulating the protagonist, but they also leave the audience conflicted on whether or not to root for them. (laughs) Their cunning behavior is paired with a brilliant flair that leaves us stunned. I have a list of... Thanos. Thanos is number six. The uh, Silence of the Lambs guy. They say Thanos, uh, at his core, Thanos seems himself as a courageous one who acts upon things that others wouldn't, but his covert idealism makes him scary and indifferent to life. You said the... Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs Hannibal guy. Lecter. Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. Silence of the Lamb, number eight. Okay. A man of vicious words, depraved in his actions, and capable of turning the psychological locks of anyone he confronts. Darth Vader. Darth Vader. No, but why is he not on this list? That's ridiculous. What about the Joker with all of his games? Yeah. The Joker, yeah. number five. Nice. Every Joker, he rarely seems to have any motivation at all. Uh, yet he carries out his schemes with unbridled attention to detail, constantly pressing Batman's buttons, edging him towards crossing that one line he swore he'd never cross. Dun, dun, dun. Number four is from one of your favorite movies. It's kind of a Western, but not... No Country for Old Men? No Country for Old Men, the Anton character. But people are rooting for him? Devoid of any emotion, playing with the fate of his victim without uh, as much a, uh, as a flicker in his eyes, making him an apt hitman. Yeah, they're saying he's one of the smartest villains. Oh, yeah, he's definitely, I was thinking that, but I thought you also said the rooted people were rooting for him. I'm like, man, that's a crazy fan. You're missing a big one from a big, uh, huge... Jurassic Park, the dinosaurs. (laughs) Nope, huge franchise. Voldemort. Yes, Lord Voldemort comes in at number three, as villainous as they come, obsessed with power and immortality, paired with his magical genius, basically unstoppable. Very powerful. Number one has got to be Gargamel. That's a good good guess. Number one is actually from a series of uh, horror films that I have I haven't seen a single Jigsaw? one of them. Yes, I haven't seen them. John nice. Jigsaw, 
Kramer. The song like of to play a game. A serial killer who has zero kills and no blood on his hands. That's got to be some impressive scheming. Number two, Hans Gruber. <laughs> Yeah. From Die Hard. Hostage situation on Christmas is something only the smartest villain in the room could think of. <laughs> and the one that you guys are missing is uh, Amy Elliott Dunn from Gone Girl. Did you read that book? Or? Oh, I love that movie. A feminist because she uses society's perception of women as a tool against the injustices faced by women in the misogynistic male-dominated world, which makes her all the more intimidating. Yeah, that sounds cool. Uh, and another list that I found is the highest grossing comedy of all time. Um, it actually comes from a film from last year, but I have a, the top 10 highest grossing comedies. They put together a list of the 100 uh, uh, highest grossing comedies. We'll put that on the uh, on the blog. We'll just do the top 10. Number 10, I'm going to give you because I don't think you're going to guess it. I'll give you the year 2012. Mark Wahlberg. Ted? Ted. $218.7 million. Wow. That I love that's what the con- I, Yeah, I remember liking <laughs> it when it came out, but it is fairly forgettable. Um, I mean, not a lot of people, I don't think it has a lot of staying power. Nobody's talking about Ted anymore. Right, yeah. I loved it once, mm-hmm. and then I haven't seen it since. I think it was just radical for the time because the bear said bad words. Yeah, they smoked pot mm-hmm. and Flash Gordon. and yeah. The promotion was <laughs> enormous. Big time. Yeah. Absolutely was enormous. And that guy was hot from everything else, the family guy. Yeah, yeah McFarlane. Seth MacFarlane. Uh, number nine is from 1993, one of the best films ever. Dumb and Dumber? Mm, no, Dumb Ace and Dumber is, is not on here. No, this is... Um, Abby Gilmore? I'll give you the second no. lead, Sally Field. Sally Field Honey. is the ex-wife of Robin Williams. Doubtfire? Oh, Mrs. Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh. $219.2 million. Number eight is from 1984, Eddie uh, Murphy. Twenty-four uh Cop. Beverly Hills Cop, $234.8 million. Number seven, one of the greatest films of all time. You can't say that about every movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't say that. Blazing Saddles. Did I say, what, did I say that? So far, yeah. every one I think has been one of the best No, I wouldn't have said that about <laughs> number 10 or number eight. I would have said that about Top Fire. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Yeah. Ghostbusters. $242.6 million. Listen, man, I just, I'm a happy guy. What's I like the next? Build saying, we, need to def- we need to refine the clues if they're all just yeah, the best. The movie? Number six, film? 2003, one of the greatest Jim Carrey movies of all time. <laughs> liar, no, not Liar, Liar. What uh, year? What year? 2003. What did he do? This was the big one. Eternal Sunshine for the Spotless Mind. No, no, no. Comedy. We're doing a comedy list here, Scott. Catch I know. I didn't Cable know Guy? Truman nope. Show. No, it's a big one. Nope. Ace Ventura. Cable Guy did not do well when it first came out. That the was mask. Like a, they were all big ones. Bruce Almighty. Oh, that's right. $242.7 million. Yeah. Number five, 2011. Part of a series. This is a sequel. Hangover? Hangover Part 2, wow. 2011, $254.5 million. <laughs> Then number at four is the original Hangover. That's from 2009, $277.3 million. Number three, 2004, Ben Stiller. Zoolander? Zoolander. Oh. Starsky and Hutch. This is actually the follow-up. It's not Meet the Parents. Meet the Fockers. That's right. $279.2 million. Thank you for saying that. I didn't want to risk it. <laughs> Number two, one of the best movies of all time. <laughs> Austin 19, Powers. No, 1990. Oh, man. Coneheads. This, this, <laughs> this has... When you mention staying power, this has staying power because it's good with kids, it's good for parents, and it's also seasonal. So it's a seasonal film. Home Alone. Home Alone. Uh, Comes in at number two with $285.8 million. Not really a comedy, is it? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, all the goofs of the... 
tripping and sliding. You think that's funny? <laughs> you guys are getting hurt, bro. You're that sick. boy is in trouble. <laughs> when the booger man people gets are hurt, hurting. That's a step away from faces of death <laughs> yeah. to, to, to Mike Leahy. You think people getting hurt is funny, you sicko? <laughs> so, number one. By the way, number two was, was $285.8 million. Number one is $369.7 million. <laughs> a vast difference, and it happened last year. Last year? Guys, this worldwide is also number one for comedies, and it made $940.4 million, almost a billion dollars for an animated comedy. I was going to say, is it animated? Animated. It's one of those little yellow fellas. It is a Minions movie. Uh, Minions, The Rise of Gru from 2022. Really? I haven't seen that one. My kids kids watch those, and they're not bad, but they seem so half-baked. Why isn't the movie's called Minions? What is this other guy that's in it that's about this old... um, the old guy. That is guy? That Gru? Gru? So Gru, Gru? it yeah, yeah, started that's, that's with Despicable Gru. Me, which was about Gru, and then his minions were just there. Like, they were his Oompa Loompas. It should be Minions 1, Minions 2, Minions 3. Well, they should but, cut but everything the, else but out. But the Minions are the spinoff. You see? Yeah. Are they? Yeah, because yeah. Despicable Me, and then there's Despicable Me 2. So you're saying yeah. this biggest one, is that because of the Minions or because of the uh, k- 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 I guess, Gru? I guess it's because it's a combination. Oh. And brought it back around. Yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> Give me some birthdays there, Mike. Celebrity celebrating birthdays today. Ruby Rose is 37. That's Stella on Orange is the New Black. Uh, she's also the mute assassin on Aries in the John Wick movies. And uh, briefly, she was CW's Batwoman. Christy Carlson Romano is 39. That's the Kim Possible star. Cedric Yarborough is 50. That's Kenneth on Speechless. Officer Meow Meow Fuzzy Face on BoJack Horseman. And Deputy Jones on Reno 911. Funny man Michael Rappaport is 53. Homeland Security's Don Self on Prison Break. And Phoebe's policeman ex-boyfriend Gary on Friends. I liked liked him on Friends. You forget that Michael Rappaport was from Friends. Mm. He's friends of the Riz Show, by the way. Is he? Good guy. Kathy Ireland is 60. David Thuelis is also 60. He was the werewolf from the Harry Potter movies. Holly Hunter is 65, the mom from the Incredible movies. Famous director Spike Lee is 66. He won his first Oscar with Black Klansman. Jimmy Vaughn is 72, the brother of Stevie Ray uh, Stevie Ray Vaughn and the fabulous Thunderbirds. I saw him play down in Texas one night. The brother of Stevie the Ray? The brother, Jimmy. No way. Yeah, killing it. And I didn't even know. I went to a bar, and he was, it was him playing in, uh, in Austin. Cool. It was fantastic. Uh, Carl Palmer is 73, the last man standing of Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. Um, who else we got here? Bobby Orr, 75, Hockey Hall of Famer. William Hurt passed away in 2022. But uh, Secretary of State Ross in Captain America's Civil War. Carl Reiner. It's his birthday. Also passed away in 2020. He was the comic genius um, behind the uh, directing talents of The Jerk. Man with Two Brains, Oh God, and Summer School. Uh, One of my favorites, Jerry Reed. You guys know Jerry Reed? Jerry Reed, why do I know that? Basketball coach. Not even close. <laughs> <laughs> country star. Um, oh, he's, yeah. he's got a country the song singer. about um, uh, uh, when you're hot, you're hot. When you're not, you're what's not. The, what's the trucking song now? He's bound and down. down. You know what yeah. he does when he's not singing trucker songs? He's coaching basketball. Is he? Okay. <laughs> I got a feeling. A he was also a, he was a Hollywood uh, movie star. Uh, Hollywood movie star. He was in The Water Boy. He was also many cameos oh, on that's right. Scooby-Doo. I know, I, know, I know who you're talking about now. <laughs> yes. And uh, Fred Rogers is celebrating a birthday and one more the mighty mighty moon is oh, 42 that's right. Yay. i almost forgot 
<laughs> what about that porno birthday? Well, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet is Lucy Love. Today's birthday girl has been slammed harder than all the dudes in the WWE combined in 111 <laughs> fine films, including Seven the Hard Way, Attack of the Big Old Butts, Double Parked, Volume 15, She's Effing Crazy, Private Reality, The Anal Challenge, Dracula and the Girls Are Hungry, and who could forget her unforgettable role in When Big Bucks, Big Butts, just ain't enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or no, when big just ain't big enough. Oh, there it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Lucy Love is 41 years old. That is your porno birthday, your cr- crappy B-Day. And that is your crap on celebrities. Summer checking in here said the Minions number was number one because it was right after the virus and there was no <sighs> movies out. Smart. I didn't So they just took the, um, the Minion footage from the cutting room floor and threw it together, huh? I don't know. Oh uh, Everett weighed in and said, Voldemort sucks, dude. He routinely get, gets his kick, gets his ass kicked by a bunch of high school geeks. <laughs> That's also a great That's point. That's a great yeah. point. All right, March 20th, it is uh, the first day of spring, and yes, it's my birthday. Back in the day, though, 171 years ago in 1852, Uncle Tom's Cabin, the anti-slavery novel by Harriet Beecher Stowe was first published. Edmund Gwynn, the guy who played Chris Kringle in Miracle on 34th Street, uh, won Best Supporting Actor also on this day. 55 years ago in 1968, Eric Clapton and Neil Young were arrested at a home in Los Angeles and charged with, quote, being in a place where it is suspected marijuana is being used. Oh, man. Cool law. Naughty boys. Uh, Clapton was later found innocent of the misdemeanor charge. Neil Young paid a small fine. Uh, 54 years ago, 1969, John Lennon married Yoko Ono in Gibraltar. Whoops. 33 years ago, 1990, Gloria Estefan suffered a broken back when her tour bus was hit by a skidding truck on an icy Pennsylvania highway. Yeah. Within a year, she was back on stage. 32 years ago in 1991, Eric Clapton again, but this is... Also, not a good day for him. Eric Clapton's four-year-old son, Connor, fell to his death from a 53rd floor window of his mother's apartment in New York City. Clapton wrote Tears in Heaven in memory of his son. And actually, one of the gifts from my, from my father was a whole um, section of all the songwriting from Eric Clapton. Two full books that goes into details about everything about the dude, from his guitars to his careers to how he approached songs. Really, really, really cool book. Wow. 31 years ago in 1992, Basic Instinct was released starring Michael Douglas and Sharon Stone. 29 years ago in 1994, Indecent Proposal won Worst Picture at the Razzie Awards. Madonna won Worst Actress in her erotic thriller Body of Evidence. And Janet Jackson won Worst New Star for Poetic Justice. 27 years ago in 96, Lyle and Eric Menendez were convicted of first-degree murder, murder for killing their parents. 24 years ago in 1999, the Legoland opened in Carlsbad, California. I don't know anybody that's been there. Anybody? Mm-hmm. Any of you guys? Not to I've that always one, wanted no. to. I've always wanted to. I've been to a different Legoland. Eight years ago in 2015, Glee aired its final series finale. And four years ago in 2019, Disney acquired Fox Entertainment for $71 billion plus, which means that X-Men, Fantastic Four, and Deadpool... Deadpool are all part of the Marvel Studios and could possibly appear in the MCU down the road. We shall see. Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Center, St. Louis's first choice for quality tires and expert auto service. You may not know this, but Dobbs is a local company in business since 1976, and the team includes not only the Dobbs family, but also more than 600-plus expert tire and automotive service techs 
who work at Dobbs' 43 convenience store locations. Check out Dobbs' early Memorial Day deals at go2dobbs.com. You'll find deals you could use, money saver coupons to help you save while getting your family vehicle ready for hot weather driving, including the long road trips many of us will be taking, starting with the Memorial Day holiday weekend and throughout the long, hot summer. Choose Dobbs to keep your family's vehicles in top-running condition. And remember, at Dobbs, with 43 store locations, convenience is the name of the game. You'll be in, up, fixed, and out same day. Click on go2dobbs.com and save with Dobbs May Deals today. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. Makes me laugh out loud. I'm so so excited for it. All right, let's give some stuff away. Here, have some free stuff. All right. It is the Riz Show presented by the Fast Lane. Today's game is three in five. Whenever Scott gets back in, he'll he'll help us out with the uh, with the sponsor. But we have all sorts of tickets to give away. Point Fest 2023 featuring Incubus, Coheed and Cambria, The Pretty Reckless, Bad Omens, Bad Flower. Greek Fire, White Reaper, Band-Aid, Tiger Cub, and more. That's all happening May 27th, Saturday at Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. We also have pairs of tickets to give away for Manchester Orchestra and Jimmy Eat World. July 27th at St. Louis Music Park. A pair of tickets for Static X to give away. Sold out show April 5th at Del Mar Hall. And we also have pairs of tickets to give away to Jerry Cantrell. This Friday night, March 24th at The Factory, we are playing three and five. Yeah! Not the easiest of games. We're going to give you a... Uh, Liv is going to give you a, a, a topic, and you have to give us three answers in less than five seconds. No ums, ah, buts, or any sort of stall tactics. Mike, you are the judge. All righty. Last time you said you were going to be a harsh judge, and you were... This time, I'm going to be harder. We'll see. Twice mm-hmm. as hard. We'll see. That's what he said. Even if they're right, they're not getting the tickets. <laughs> And 3 and 5 is brought to you by? It's brought to you by T.R. Hughes, half-acre new home sites in Winslow, and five-acre new home sites in St. Charles. Visit trhughes.com. All right. Let's see. Let's let's get Kyle on the phone. Kyle from St. Charles. You there, Kyle? Yes, I am. Hello. Happy birthday, Moon. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. I have no idea what I'm doing today other than celebrating with you. <laughs> Just you, Kyle. Yeah. So thanks for being here, Kyle. Okay. Are you ready? Let me make sure my timer is ready. Judges ready? Ready. Okay, Kyle, here it is. Kyle, name three Matthew McConaughey films. I heard a uh right off the bat. Mm. Did you say uh? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, no, I, was, I had the timer so loud. He, he, I'm sorry, homie. You uh right off the bat there. Um, okay. the, the judge heard an uh, so nope, that's absolutely wrong. Sorry. And next. Kyle, name three rock stars. Definitely counts. Definitely counts. All right. Last but not least, got to bring it home right here, Kyle. Kyle, name three sports that use balls that aren't round. 
Uh, oh. That was tough. Uh, that was not. tough. Yeah, I that, can't even think of three without a, a timer. Of, well, football, rugby, those are the two, first two that uh, I thought of. But I'm not playing the game, yeah. so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. So, Melissa in St. Louis, how you doing? Happy birthday, Moon. Thank you so much. Man, I don't know why Riz hates this so much. It feels really good to be, <laughs> to be wished happy birthday. Maybe it is because it is my birthday. Okay, Melissa, you ready? Yes. Melissa, name three animals with tails. Dog, cat, ocelot. Hold on. I don't know what the hell an ocelot is. What is Why an ocelot? Would you go- that's part of a fan. <laughs> that's not an animal. An ocelot. Is that the thing that's a... Uh, that no, that's an, that's an oxalotl. Axolotl. What's an ocelot? Oh, it's like a cat. An ocelot's a cat. Oh, okay. okay. Does it have a tail, it's though? It's a specific cat. All yes. I'm getting is a fan that moves back and forth. That's all I All right, you can have all right, it. We'll count it. <sighs> all right, next. All right, name three local municipalities. St. Charles, St. Louis, Jefferson County. I'm sorry you didn't beat the buzzer there. That's all right. You can make it up here. Make it up here. Oh, this is a good one, Melissa. Name three Star Wars characters. Leia, Luke, Han Solo. Yeah! All right. Scott, give her tickets. Congratulations, Melissa. Mackenzie in Chesterfield. How you doing, Mackenzie? Happy birthday, Moon. Thank you very much. Are you ready to play? Let's play. All right, two out of three, and you win. Name three types of herbs. Mint, rosemary, marijuana. That counts. <laughs> Does it? I'm counting that, Okay. Yeah. I, count that. <laughs> I, looked, I looked at the judge, and he looked very happy. <laughs> yeah, man. I love rosemary. <laughs> All right, one, one down. All right, Mackenzie, name three ping pong terms. Serve. I would have gone with a simple ball, paddle, net. That's where I would have went, too. Table. Ping. Pong. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Judge, would you have counted that? I would, yeah. I would count ping and pong. That's the first two I thought of. Uh, You're one for two. Here it is. Last one. Name three animals that don't have fur. Shark, dolphin, fish. Let me what? just make the, sure The judge here. looks confused. Shark, dolphin, and fish. I'm just making sure they're all different. All... <laughs> I'm going to put yeah. you on hold, Mackenzie. I all think, right, I think you, got you got the win. Right. I thought that was going to be harsh. <laughs> okay, Dean in High Ridge. How you doing, Dean? Hey, hey, happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you very kindly. You ready to play three and five? Oh, yeah. All right, let's hit it. Name three cities with more than one million citizens. New York City, Los Angeles, Hollywood, California. Sorry, Charlie. Hollywood's not a city that has over a million people, I don't think. We, we got to look it up. We, we, have can, to be, yeah, we have to be accurate. I don't even think it's a really uh, Hollywood's it, pretty I don't, I don't small. even think it's <clears throat> technically Hollywood, is it? Uh, I don't think it's... I mean, it's like, is, is, is it a city or... There's not a, city, a real city of Hollywood. I mean, there's right. West Hollywood. There's there's West, West Hollywood is an actual city. Like, you could, it can say West Hollywood on a driver's license, but it can't say Hollywood, California. You're the judge. Post offices don't take it, so I'm saying no. Sorry. Uh, that's all right. You can bounce back still, here. L.A. would be the same thing. That's okay, Dean. Bounce back here. Name three well-known TV shows that take place somewhere other than the United States. You got me, guys. Oh, <laughs> no. Sorry, Dean. That was hard. 
Sorry, Dean. You have a good one, too. Oh, that, I that, don't know about that one. That's that, tough. That was tough. Downton Abbey. <laughs> Doctor yeah. Who. Uh, I mean, space. Any other space ones? Britain's Got Talent. <laughs> Star, Star Trek. Star Trek, the other one. Oh, yeah. and Star Trek, the last one. The final oh, one. Doctor Quinn, Medicine <laughs> Woman. Eric and St. Anne, how you doing, Eric? Hey, how's it going? Take it easy on me. Happy birthday. <laughs> take, take it easy on Eric. He, he wishes I'm going birthday. in order, Eric. Okay, Liv. <laughs> Eric, name three types of specialty footwear. Boots, tennis shoes, running shoes. I'm out of time. Sorry, man. Those would have counted, though. Those would have counted, but out of time. That's all right. Bounce back here, Eric. Th- you got this. This one's going to be easy. Eric, name three drinks that are orange. Orange juice, uh, orange soda. Oh. You're struggling to get them out, my friend. I'm sorry, Eric. <sighs> oh, man. Do we, have, do we have enough for another one? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm what is give... the third orange drink, by the way? Orange um, juice. Or... Kool-Aid. Okay. Sunny D. Sunny D, yeah. Okay. Settle down. Settle down. <laughs> <Screwdriver>. no, <it laughs> all. Kevin and Hannibal. <laughs> Thanks for, uh, for joining us all the way from, uh, from Hannibal. How you doing, Kevin? Good, how are you? Things are well. Thank you for asking. Liv, hit him. You ready for three and five, Kevin? Let's do it. Right. Kevin, name three brands of underwear. Adidas, Nike, Duluth. Nice. <laughs> Mike gave me the eyebrow. <laughs> Mike's got to Google. Moon had a look on his face like, those, those were good answers, so I'm just going to go with it. I'm not going to Google. <laughs> yeah, Duluth has undies. Sure they do, right? They got to make the correct answer is Heinz or Hanes. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'd wear, I'd wear some Heinz underwear. It'd make me very popular. <laughs> that would be kind of wet. Right, so you got that one. Let's see how right. long you can hang there. Get the tickets here, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin, name three movies in theaters right now. No idea. Wow. Cocaine bear. A give up. Yeah. A give up. That's okay. He still has, he still has a chance. One for two. Come on, buddy. Get him here, bud. You got this one. Name three planets in our solar system. Venus, Mercury, and Mars. Nice. Yeah. We got like a scientist the on the line. We got a winner. Congratulations, Kevin. Do we have any other? Yeah, I got six we more. We have enough? Oh, okay. Then we're taking Jake. Jake and O'Fallon. Hey, happy birthday. Uh, thank you very kindly. All right, Jake, you ready for three and five? Let's do it. Jake, name three movies with bears. Uh, cocaine Bear, Yogi Bear. Oh, sorry, buddy. Just uh, you, you, you Yeah, had a, I started with the... Uh, yep, yep, you did. That's all right. That's all right. You can bounce back here. Name three countries in Europe. Great Britain, England, Wales, Scotland. You know what? The oh, first answer said, doesn't count, but yes, he got him in. I just thought I better keep rolling. (laughs) That was a good strategy. Well (laughs) done, Jake. All right, get the tickets here. Name three good jobs for teenagers. McDonald's, Starbucks, Taco Bell. That's how you win right there, Jake. All right. Well done. I would say that was a successful trip there around the three and five lap. Hey, do you not like your job? Will you be doing the same thing, making the same amount of money in five years? You know you could change your life with a career in tech and have unlimited growth opportunities. Now, you've heard about Centric for a long time, but why haven't you done anything yet? Graduates are always saying, man, I wish I would have done it sooner. Now, don't wait for something bad to happen or let something else make the decision for you. Make the decision to change careers your decision. 
Did you try college and maybe it didn't work out? Now you're stuck with a job you don't like, with nowhere to go, you don't like who you're working for or with? Look into Centric and a career in tech. They could change your life in four months. Not four years, just four months. Your new life starts at centric.com slash Riz, C-E-N-T-R-I-Q.com slash Riz. They train people from all backgrounds with little to no IT experience. Programs are starting all the time. Centric.com slash Riz. That's just Riz checking back in, you know, that little... uh... Just in time for sexy fun. That's right. It is the Riz Show presented by the Fastlane. Yes, uh, Rizzuto is in Mexico. He's having himself a great time. Um, How I know that is because we haven't heard from him. Yep. (laughs) Haven't heard from him at all. No texts, no calls, no emails, no nothing. Good for him. He's just happy down there in the bowels of Mexico. That's right. Speaking of emails, you can always get a hold of us. Riz Show at 1057thepoint.com. Uh, and get us hold, get a hold of us on that instant feedback uh, through the uh, through the Point app. That thing is spectacular. It's like the old texter. Yeah, it really is. That is very the old nice. texter, but we can delete them, which is <laughs> much better. Even better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> much better. But no, people have been weighing in and wishing me happy birthday. I very much appreciate that. And thank you all all the weirdos, everybody out there, uh, for joining us while he is gone. We're putting on, uh, you know, I mean, we're putting on the Riz Show. We're we're, we're really not skipping anything. No. And we're definitely not skipping this. Now, baby, it's the Rizzuto Show's Sexy Time Fun Facts. That's so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even know where I found that one, but it, it makes you just uncomfortable like enough. I'm sold. <laughs> and your Sexy Time Fun Facts brought to you by... Patricia's Where Fun and Fantasy Meet. Okay, we will do the uh, our absolute best to keep this as PG-13 as we can. A new study on men's junk looked into what it means to be a grower or a shower. If you're not familiar with those terms, where are you on earth? (laughs) (laughs) A shower is when your junk is fairly robust, no matter, you know, your state of... A grower is when there's not much to write home about until, you know, you're... It's a pleasant surprise. Ready to go. (laughs) There he is. Cool. Uh, So urologists in Spain wanted to define each term for medical reasons. Like if you had to have surgery on your junk, it's useful for them to know which one of those categories you fall into. And you know what? This is honestly the greatest of news because I've been in multiple scenarios, a cystoscopy, a vasectomy, vasectomy reversal, vasectomy reversal number two, vasectomy number two, where I wish I could have been able, been able to go in there <laughs> and have a professional term and go, hey, just so you guys know, just so you guys know, I particularly am a grower, not a shower. <laughs> Wouldn't that have been a relief yeah. for me and so many other men out there? Come on, man. Anyways, they did a ultrasound scans of 225 men, and here's what they found. The average guy, average guy's uh, stuff, you know, grows from uh, 40, grows by 42 percent. Uh, if you're not a grower, unless I'm oh, sorry, but you are not a grower unless your growth is 56% or more, so roughly doubling in length. And you're a shower if it increases by 31% or less, so by less than a third. And, uh, yeah, that's an interesting scene. Mm-hmm. 
That shower thing. Yeah, I'm yeah. trying to do the math in my head with my fingers. <laughs> and I, I saw you over there really thinking. I'm not quite sure what that means, but I like it. I'm excited because I'm both. <laughs> so by, by that standard, they say 24% of men are growers, 25% are showers, and 51% fall into the gray zone between the two. So technically that means most guys aren't growers or showers. They're just cute. They're just, <laughs> just cute. Just, <laughs> How would you yeah. feel if you just showed up to a woman's house? She's like, oh, cute. Cute. Oh, wow. That's so cute. What a, normal, what a normal dong you have there. <laughs> normal is fine. If somebody said cute, that's no one's going to handle that well. I had a dermatologist say my butt was cute yeah. once. A dermatologist? <laughs> a little freckle on my butt and so she's like i almost had skin cancer once so i go and get screenings she's like oh that's cute oh you oh the, ac back the actual freckle yeah but Not like she like oh, took my pants down to peek is... at my butt cheek oh yeah that's, oh that's cute okay. what <laughs> okay right. uh for some people the bed is a party zone filled with pets uh snacks electronics stuffed animals a partner and some not so tired kids sometimes which begs the question how do they get any sleep mm -hmm. March is National Sleep Awareness Month. Oh, good. If it wasn't already on your calendar, mark it down. And for some people, the best sleep comes when they are completely alone. In a new poll, 49% of people who live with a partner say they either sleep in separate beds or would try it if it meant they could get better sleep. And we've known plenty of people uh, around our age, like, doing the conversion and going over and going, hey, you know, there's a spare room. Yeah. I think I'm going to try this if you, out. If you keep different schedules, it makes sense. You know, if you're up early or if you're up late and, um, you know, it's just polite not to disturb the partner. Yeah, you could do the Dennis, the menace thing, you know, where Mr. and Mrs. Wilson, they had the separate beds, but like they were that. both in the same room. Yes, the Bert and Ernie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the Bert and Ernie. <laughs> yeah. Wait, in the same room? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I just see had a little saying. nightstand between them, but they kept them Christian and... Uh, Make sure nothing was going on that my, was naughty. My parents slept. My parents slept in a in a bed that was together, but it was made up of two different beds. I've seen that. It's creative. Yeah, because yeah, my dad he, my dad likes springs and just like basically sleeping on sheetrock. And my mother likes this weird like oh, not a water bed, but there's like water tubes in it or something. Hmm. <laughs> you know, so like she, she likes sleeping in a water hole. Sounds wild. <laughs> um, Sleeping with a partner can be disrupting. 35% say they wake up when their partner steals the covers. Another 35% are bothered by tossing and turning. And other common disruptors include sleeping with the TV on. It's something I like to do. I like to go to bed with it, turn on the timer. My wife hates it. Mm. So now she builds this little thing with the blankets in front of her so the light doesn't disturb her. Oh, So she's creative. got a, she's she got a, a fort between you two in yeah, bed. Yeah, she's got a blanket <laughs> fort. Well, it's just in between her face and the television. So okay. there's like this thing right here. Uh, let's see, snoring, that's a big one. Sleeping with the lights on. Who sleeps with the lights on? Psychos. That's weird. Yep. A partner not showering before bedtime and children climbing into bed. The poll also found that people who slept in the same room as a family member growing up, like a sibling, had an easier time dealing with sleep disruptions as an adult. That makes sense. <clears throat> do, you guys, do you guys share a room when you were kids? I did for a while, yeah. Me and my sister had a, a room when we were probably under five. We shared a room together. It was yeah. fun. Good times. I only remember good times from that. Awesome. Uh, do oh, no, I don't. I remember one time she threw up on my head. <laughs> and to God, we were sleeping. For some reason, we were in the same bed, and she threw up on my head. You go, oh, no, I don't. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> First memory that pops it up. It just hits you. Uh, do you have a cute nickname for your significant other, or have you ever? Have you ever had any Sure. Yeah. pet names and all that? Somebody analyzed tweets from all 50 states to find the one pet name couples in each state are using more than other states. They didn't include the most common ones like babe 
and honey. Uh, still, a lot of the ones that are uh, on, the, on the list are pretty common until you get to the end. So number one, nine states use it more than average. Arizona, Kentucky, Minnesota, Missouri, yeah. Oregon, Pennsylvania, Utah, Washington, and Wisconsin. Number one is cutie. Cutie. Hey, cutie. Mm. I don't know how I'd feel if somebody called me cutie. Is, is that a southern? Is that a? I mean, I, I feel like people say cutie all the time, but not to significant cutie. others. Would it be yeah. weird if it's your dermatologist? <laughs> hey, cutie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, eight states: Connecticut, Illinois, Maryland, Massachusetts, New Jersey, North Carolina, Ohio, and Virginia is shorty. Ah, uh, or shoddy. It's better than biatch. Hey, yeah. shoddy. Yeah. It's so. your birthday. Get this one. The five states that use it most are uh, Georgia, Michigan, Tennessee, Texas, and West Virginia. The term is baby daddy. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Number four is bay. Florida, Indiana, Louisiana, New Hampshire, South Carolina. Number five is boo. Number six is sweetie. Number seven is hubby. Number eight is wifey. Number nine, baby girl. That's popular in Arkansas and Kansas. Number 10 is sugar daddy. Yeah. People in New York and Montana use that the most. Hmm. And uh, you wouldn't think of Montana as a sugar daddy state, but I suppose <laughs> it is. And finally, the most unique nicknames that anybody had from one state, and that is Nevada. And they like the word hunk. 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 That's a hunk. good word, man. Women in, my, in Wyoming call their men my boy. Calling your husband uh, uh, or wife dearest is the biggest in South Dakota. And Alabama likes sweet cakes. Hey, sweet cakes. <laughs> hey, sweet cakes. Sugar biscuit. <laughs> Where did, uh, That's hey. Been on there. I did make the list. Okay. Uh, everybody has people that they text back immediately. And I'm always getting hassled from everybody on the show and everybody because I don't text you back immediately. <laughs> Uh, and, and people, um, some people, it just takes a little longer. Now there's a new study out of the UK that claims couples take longer to text each other back the longer they've been together. They found that the average response time for newly dating couples was 16 minutes and 50 seconds. They also send each other 15 messages a day plus seven social media posts. That sounds exhausting. Oh, that is a lot. Mm -hmm. Ridiculous. Uh, but just two years into the relationship, the average response time slumps to 24 minutes with 12 messages a day and only six social media posts. So not too much of a drop-off. But still, 20 years into a relationship, uh, people just don't respond. <laughs> they're, just, uh, they're just done with that. Um, let's see. Oh, dating.com. Oh, no, let's do this one. Therapist revealed to, uh, to Best Life Online the five most common reasons 41% of first-time marriages end in divorce. Uh -oh. What are the dun, five dun, dun. most common reasons, you think? Mm. Cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater? <laughs> Sobriety. Cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater makes it uh, number three, infidelity. Uh, may relation many relationships don't survive after trust has been broken. Uh, number one is lack of premarital planning, they say. One therapist explained many couples into a marriage, uh, enter into marriage without discussing the expectation of the relationship, without having a clear understanding uh. of how to manage or communicate with each other, and it can lead to feelings of frustration and confusion all at once in this long-term commitment. So that's kind of like the, the the Disney thing. You know, we kind of train ourselves as young people to like, oh, marriage, marriage, marriage. Mm. And you get there and go, oh, my gosh, what do I even want this to be? Yeah. What do I even <laughs> think this is supposed I to be? I would think that's almost an impossible task to try to have a discussion about w what you expect or what the future holds. If you're getting married, especially if you're younger, mm. uh, I mean, the concept is forever. And you do not know what you're going to be 20 years from now. You don't know what your partner's going to be 20 years from now. And, and forever just keeps going. So it's hard to just say, okay, well, when we're this age, we want this and that because things change. 
Yeah, the other ones are addiction and substance abuse, communication problems, and then, of course, financial difficulties is the number two. Mm. Uh, Anytime you read that, you usually see financial difficulties being the number one thing, but I think that's marriages overall. This was specifically talking about first-time marriages. Uh, And speaking of conversations, um, as a part of a social discovery group, the company behind over 40 online dating sites released findings from a recent survey that revealed singles are worried about job security and looking for financial security in a match. They're seeking partners with good credit and strong contributions to 401ks. Daters blame ongoing widespread layoffs for their increased interest in partners with financial savvy and savings. And financial literacy literacy is on the rise as the top in-demand quality that singles are searching for. Uh, so the key survey find, findings uh, that, uh, that they found were 45% of people that responded to this reported that they plan to ask about personal finances on the first date. Ooh, See, this that's is a, no. This is a nice way to say that you're just chasing big money. That's what it is. You think so? Heck yeah. I mean, it's smart. I mean, I want to know what you do for work, but I'm not going to be like, let me see that pay stub, baby. Yeah, because I married my wife for her money, but, (laughs) you know, it's working out okay. (laughs) The uh, 50% said that they would end a relationship after finding out that their partner's 401k contributions are unsatisfactory. 52% of those surveyed reported that they are currently seeking financial wellness in a new partner, and the majority said this is due to widespread layoffs and ongoing inflation. So they lose a job, they're looking for somebody with a better one. Hmm. 45% responded and said that they would feel comfortable asking about credit scores with a new partner within the first three months of dating. Three uh, months that, is a long time. That seems like Yeah. I don't credit think that score? would ever cross my mind to ask somebody. To I, tell you I, the truth, I don't even know what my wife's credit score is now. Yeah. I mean, maybe not three months. That, w- that would come when we're saying, let's move in together. Let's, let's make a move together. Then we would have to check credit scores. How high does your credit score have to be before it's a credit score? Because <laughs> uh, then I could tell her something. I don't know. Like, is it just any number or does it need to be a certain level? 47%. Yeah. What do you like? Oh, man, I got a credit score of nine. Three. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's out of 10, right? It's out of 10. 47% reported that they would like to align on financial goals with a new partner before the relationship becomes serious. Financial planners have emerged as the most popular occupation in a potential match. There are your sexy time fun facts. Open wide and get ready for the Rizzuto Show Sex Toy Review. This, this is interesting. This is more of a second date, second date toy, I'd say. Second (laughs) date toy. Yeah. This is the locking front buckle gag. Liv, you want to tell us about this thing? Yeah, uh, it's uh, $99.95. It is in stock. Current average rating, five stars. Cinches down, nice and tight. It's got a heavy layer of padding that ensures that it's not going to cut or bite into your face. So the only pain that he'll feel is what you're dishing out. (laughs) Now David gives it five stars. This is what he says. It's a comfortable mouthful. David says, very deceiving. Looks much less impactful than it is. Boy and I both love this one. Well-made, secure, looks very hot. On the rare occasions my boy gets a dummy mood, this is the first thing he grabs. Well, the second thing he grabs. For me, he looks crazy hot in this. And if you like droolers, this one easily, easily gets worked for you. This thing is 
intense looking. Look at that. I mean, this is something you would see like in, in a Batman movie. Yes, it's definitely right? got this a Batman villain vibe. Of slutty a, Bane is slutty what's Bane. happening right You're here. You're right. Yeah, with a padlock right on the front. I was born in a dog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't think That's you the could, vibe. I don't think you could talk, though, with, with this one. <laughs> yeah, this one's uh, pretty brutal. A heck of a... Heck of real craftsmanship if, yeah. you, if you're looking at it. Yeah, it look looks heavy leather. duty. I mean, and uh, at least the person that wrote it isn't odd with the wording there. Boy and I. That's, yeah. that's David. Five All stars. Right. Average five yeah. stars. And pretty cheap. Honestly, we've been coming across a couple things like this that are in the three, four hundred dollar range. This is a hundred dollars. So deal. Good good on them. Oh, keep your pants up. And that is your sex toy review. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. All right, it is 9.04 on The Riz Show, presented by The Fast Lane. We're going to get to uh, to some listener emails, and if we have time, we'll squeeze in some sports. It was a huge, huge sports weekend here in St. Louis. Proud of everybody. Not everybody got a win, but everybody made it really exciting for St. Louis fans. So we'll get to that if we can. up this is Marlon Wayans and you're listening to the Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. Happy birthday Riz you old f- Woo! Yeah that's a good one. That's a good one. It's the Riz It's the Riz Show presented by the Fast Lane uh, What a day. March 20th. Happy first day of spring. The sun is beautiful out there. It's starting to look ex- actually gorgeous. Yeah. What, what's, what's the temperature right now? It is 35, almost 35 degrees. Well, nothing nothing like a birthday show, uh, you know, without Riz here. And it's my second time captaining the ship here. Yeah, and uh, King Scott decides to throw me an absolute freaking curveball and says, hey, we got, we got a fun mystery guest for you. That'll be a fun thing to do. So uh, on the phone is someone. It's a mystery guest. All yeah. right. So you're just going to ask some questions. You're going to find out who this mystery person is. This is a huge thing. We've had Wayne Gretzky in the past, you know, Billy Corgan. So we'll see who we have today. Mm. This is huge. We've had all these people. So Liv, Mike, myself, we have no idea who this person is. Hello, mystery guest. Hello. Oh my gosh, that's Hello? Mama Moon. That's Mama Moon! <laughs> <laughs> yeah! That's I told Scott I can't describe <laughs> my voice great. from you. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is this is my mother's first time on the Rizzuto show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's Mama well, Moon. Now I gotta find the... Go ahead, I'm Ma. in such good company with Mike and Liv. Yes. I'm thrilled. Yes. So glad to have you on. They, they are oh, wonderful. Thank you. Uh, she... so be, glad to be here. I'm just glad you can't see me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find... Oh, here it is, Ma. Oh, 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 oh. You can take that off. <laughs> Mama Moon listens to the Rizzuto uh, show every, I mean, every single aww. minute of the show. Oh, she walks so cool. She walks her laps at Kohl's yeah, and listens true. to the podcast. That's and, true. And then uh, anytime we say something just really profound or funny, which is all the time, she she texts me <laughs> or, or calls. What made you yeah, come? And then, but I learned my lesson, though, Liv and Mike. Learn your lesson. I learned my lesson. I don't tell my son anything I don't want told on the air because of the time I got locked into Coles. Yeah, he had fun with that one. Oh, no! <laughs> wait, 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 remind me what happened again? When I got locked in Coles, I said, you had fun with that one. Wait, you got locked in? I don't, I don't remember. Oh, this, you remember? <laughs> yeah, well, anyway. <laughs> Never mind. I'm not going to remind she's, you. Yeah, she's taking pictures of greeting cards too long and they locked the door. Oh, oh that's, that's right. true. You forgot that one. 
I yeah. did. Yeah. You guys are getting a nice insight to the relationship like my mother it. and I have. She's a, oh, you remember that. I really don't remember that. Did they lock you in because you were there too long? You were doing laps too long? Well, I was I was talking to your brother, Clark, and and I said, Clark, why are they flickering the lights? I don't know. And then all of a sudden it started to get dark, and I was walking up to the front. Now, there were other people. There was a manager in the store, and, I mean, I didn't have to call the police or anything, but they did close those sliding. <laughs> Pretty close. Those, those iron things that you close while people live. Well, I love it. Well, Mama, I love you. Thank you for uh, thank you for calling in today on my on my birthday. This is a sure. quite quite the treat. Scott said that he had a mystery guest, and I was like, dude, I, I don't want to handle this right now. I'm, I'm trying to find buttons right now. <laughs> I'm sorry, it wasn't Garth Brooks. I know that's what you expected. Yeah, better than Garth. Sorry. You're the only one better than Garth. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> well, thank you, Mom. Yeah, uh, I, I love okay. you, and uh, I expect. I love you too, sweetheart. Thank you for the gift over the weekend, and I expect even oh. more money and even more gifts. Aww, <laughs> love you, miss you, bye. Love you, miss you, bye. <laughs> Thanks, Ma. Thanks for calling oh, that's in. Cool. That's cool. Yeah, there there you go. go. Yeah. What a go. Yeah. Oh, thank, thank you, Scott. You're that, welcome. That was really special. I called Hollywood, and they're like, hey, "We got, we can get her." I was like, "What?" <laughs> that was really cool. I can't yeah. believe it. I've, I, I've asked her like, "Hey, would you ever come on the show?" You know, such, you're such a well, a a big fan, but like B. An absolute character. My mother is a character, man. And she's like, no, no, you don't oh. want that. You don't want that. And Oh, man. Yeah, she was so sweet. I, I kept harassing her this weekend, and she finally broke, and uh, I was like, okay. And uh, and I was like, you don't have to do a voice. You don't have to. And she's like, and then she actually went for it. I, I liked the it. disguised yeah. voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah she was, went, oh. <laughs> like, like it on, did a little Muppet, Muppet voice. That woman turns 80 this year, and she's when we awesome. open the pool, oh, she man. comes over every Friday to swim. She's like an avid swimmer. <clears throat> and every year, she starts it off with, a can opener, and I, I don't mean a can opener, I mean the can opener. <laughs> the splash of the century, you got to see this. And this is a tiny little woman, she's like 4'11". She is such an excellent diver and everything. She does a can opener for the ages every single summer to start off the uh, the, the summer. It. 79, she did it last year, That's and she'll be awesome. doing it again as an 80-year-old this year. Good for her. She freaking rules. Keep it Thanks, up, Mama, Mama Moon. Moon. Get it, Mama. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. The Rizzuto Show. <laughs> I, I had to find that button. I was like, oh, no, I have to do the ooh, ooh, mama moon button when she's on. Thanks for setting that up, Scott. Let's, uh... <laughs> Phillips, and you're listening to the Rizzuto Show. So don't touch that dial, because it reminds me of my grandmother's left nipple. Happy birthday, Riz. Thanks, Emo. Uh, it is the Riz Show presented by The Fast Lane. Liv Maddox right here. Mike Leahy right there. King Scott right there. Word. Holden. It's Moon's birthday. Uh, that's Happy right. Birthday, that's boy. Nice. Thanks, guys. It's the news of the day, pal. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Much, much appreciated. And thank you for all, uh, all the well wishes on the uh, instant feedback there on the Point app. Everybody's being so very kind. Follow us on our socials at RIZZ Show. Of course, the Michelob Ultra Studio cams are live today and every every day. Uh, on the YouTubes. Make sure you uh, spread that link around. We gave out some tickets today. We had crap on. We had sexy time fun facts. And I think we should get into some uh, listener emails before we close up the show. 
Uh, and your listener email is brought to you by Big Dick's Brick Mailboxes, your one-stop shop for all mailboxes. Needanewmailbox.com. I want to thank everybody. You can always email us, uh, rizshow at 1057thepoint.com. And, uh, you know, Scott and I are handling everything while Riz is mm-hmm. gone. And uh, just to hugely appreciate all the support. You guys have come up, come up with um, some incredible feedback from this these last few shows, including a PSA. And here is... Here's a nice PSA for all the early AM drivers with daylight savings in effect. The wildlife aren't used to it just quite yet. So for all you folks on the road between 5 and 6.30 a.m., you may encounter more deer than you are used to seeing. I found it out the hard way this morning. Keep your head on a swivel a little more than you did prior to springing forward. That is all. That is from listener Mike Scott. Good tip. Two first names. Thank you for the PSA. Uh, Here's one. Uh, I wanted to email over some appreciation for King Scott. I called in today for a contest to win Guns N' Roses tickets. This was last week. Yeah. And uh, this was the first time I've ever made it past the busy signal. King Scott answered the phone with pure professionalism and kindness. He explained what I needed to do and then put me on hold. When the contest started, you all picked four lines and I wasn't chosen. But I hung on the line because I didn't know if I should hang up or not. When the contest was over, Scott got back on the line and was so very nice. He thanked me for calling and encouraged me to call in and try again sometime. I've called in the stations before, and the person answering the phone always seemed so very bothered. True. Not Scott. Wow. He makes people feel welcome. Even though I didn't win, he made my experience great. Aww. So I just wanted to express my gratitude. King Scott is a true gentleman, king of kings. Long, lo, uh, love the show. Three out of five stars. Rich. Thank you, Rich. Rich is awesome. Like well, that. thank you, Rich. That's very nice. Scott, that goes a long way, man. Because, yeah. uh, boy, I've, been, I've called radio wow. shows, and, boy, they do get nasty. They hang up the phone on you mid-sentence and stuff. I yeah. Mean, um, so that's very nice. Oh, that's Good great. compliment. Yeah. Have you ever won anything on, on a show? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What'd you win? What'd you win? Oh, man, I've won a couple things. Um, um, I've won from the point, in case you, I mean, this is 20 years ago, probably. Tickets or any like you want a jet ski or something? I won tickets to a festival one time for being like the hundred and fifth caller. Uh, oh, sweet. and I didn't go. I didn't even go to whatever it was. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. You mean you made some poor DJ uh-huh. sit there and go, "You're calling number one. Sorry, you're calling number two. You're sorry, you're calling <laughs> you number didn't go even all the way to one hundred five, and you didn't go. I didn't go to whatever the festival was. <laughs> wow, way to endear yourself to the <laughs> listeners. Sorry, gang. <laughs> Stole that from somebody. Yeah. You I ever- do- you have anything? Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, I have one before. You go ahead. Yeah, I've, I won uh, WWE tickets. Oh, sweet. I was, I was 15 years old, and the show was too close to Christmas, so my parents weren't buying tickets. And I'm like, I'm going to win them off the radio. And they're like, okay. Yes. Nice. And I, I did. That's amazing. It was it. just a small house show, but I got to see Randy Orton and The Undertaker oh, so you, you in did, a cage match. You did go. You didn't mic it? Oh, no, we went. <laughs> no, did not mic it. Another time we won, uh, this wasn't long ago, We I won like Mary J. Blige tickets, or one of us did. We, there was like four of us traveling in a car, and we heard on the radio that, um, you know, call now for Mary J. Blige tickets. And so we just, all four of us started calling, and um, one of us bullied through and won. This was in St. Louis? No, no, this one in St. Louis. <laughs> you just drive in some random state. Yeah, I can't remember where it was. So you didn't even pick up those tickets? Nope. Because you weren't even in town for an hour, nope, much less but a we week. won them. <laughs> who was with me? Where's who? If you're my friend who was with me, text me, because I'll... Wow, dude, Mike Mike is the ticket snatcher. Yeah, he I'm is. telling you, and that, I'm telling you, many, many times I've won. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've won uh, something very sweet, and I'm sure it's somewhere in my life still, but... Uh, the second album from Better Than Ezra. Oh, nice. Yeah, friction, baby. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was a great win. I was so excited. Yeah, the second I album. went and picked it up. Liz, how excited I was. speaking of WWE, you're excited for tonight. <sighs> Monday Night Raw, baby. You're going, huh? Yeah, Road to WrestleMania. We're going to have Roman Reigns in the house. I'm very excited. Wow, nice. Who's who's like top dog? Roman Reigns? Roman Reigns. He's okay. so... You, 
he has both big titles right now and people are after him and there's this whole storyline going on with his like gang of people called the Bloodline. Oh. And stuff's been going down, man. Like this is one of the best storylines that WWE has had in a very long time. Maybe top three ever. Sweet. Where's that at? The Enterprise? Enterprise. Man, it's going to be slammed, yeah, huh? Yeah, it's going to so exciting. You are just the I'm event nervous. master. Yes. Event master. It's good to see you out there all the time. You're a good ambassador for the city, especially being yeah. new to town, and you're just out there. If you follow Liv on, on the socials, mm-hmm. you'll see that you are just at every event mm-hmm. living it up. It's an inspiration yeah, to uh, us. to shame. Yeah, to guys like <laughs> us that are burnt out on everything. It's well, good see, to see the uh, But the that's life the thing. Like, lived. If you grew up here, it's, it's just all you know. I'm sure if you guys went to Maine, you would probably do so many more things than I've ever done. Yeah. Hmm. Perhaps, but it Ooh, is lobster. nice. You're, you're becoming Miss St. Louis. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> yeah, the unofficial good. crown. <laughs> uh, Sean's checking in and says, where is Cardboard Jeff at? Now, this was last week, and I promised to bring him in, mm-hmm. and he, he's he's now returned. And a few people have now hit us on the instant feedback and said, there's Jeff creeping right on <laughs> yep. Liz's shoulder. I've been getting those. I've been getting that. We should move it slightly closer at every break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of Liv, uh, Sean also asked, did Liv ever try Mustacholi? No, I have not tried that yet. Come on, man. And I haven't had uh, pork steak yet either. I revoke oh, your Miss St. Louis yeah. status, and I will hold it here for safekeeping until you have mustacholi. Okay. Yep. And nice, you got to do pork steak. A nice baked mustacholi. Okay. Yeah, we should okay. make a, a full checked uh, list that you have to check okay. off all these things before you can go to any more events. <laughs> Great idea. Yes. <laughs> all right, real quick, uh, a, uh, a, uh, a topic for discussion. Would you rather take an uppercut, a headshot from Mike Tyson in his prime, or have a kangaroo lean back? On his tail and kick you in the chest. Oh, jeez. That comes from Carrie. God, either one could kill me. Yeah, but that Tyson punch, that's legendary, so I'm going with the kangaroo. Yeah, me too. I think I can take the kangaroo. You're going to take the kangaroo? (sighs) You don't have boobs. (laughs) Yeah, that's... I don't know if that would help. That's or a good observation. Yeah, right. I don't know. I mean, the, the kangaroo feet are going straight to my heart. Yeah, that's a wonderful observation. Boobs are going to help. <laughs> I think I, I think I'm going Tyson. Oh, you're going to take the Tyson punch? Yeah, I mean, I've, I got socked by a good buddy of ours uh, a couple of years ago, a big fella. He's like probably six three or something. Super strong guy, and he was a little inebriated. And I tried to pull him off. He was getting in a fight with someone. So I was like, "Dude, come back, come back!" Mm-hmm. And he turned around and just hit me as hard as he could. I didn't black out or anything. I st- you are so disconnected. This dude just compared one of our drunk friends. Hey, I'm just saying, <laughs> to taking Mike a missed Tyson. swing. <laughs> I'm saying, I no, it wasn't a miss. He directed it at me, and uh, because I, you know, you at first you're like, am no. I gonna pass out? And I'm like, wait, I'm still here. I'm still standing. Everything's no. good. I gotta say, when no. you get when you do get hit, it, it is. I always. Have, it's been a while since I've been hit, but I, every time I get want to change that. No, I shouldn't even say it. But every time I, I I've, I've been I've been hit. I, I get hit, and then I think to myself, "Oh, that's not so bad." Like you guys <laughs> yeah. think that you ever been in a fight and you get hit and you're like, oh, "Yes, it's, it's kind of like hit. a quick little doink." And you're yeah. like, "Boink!" Yeah. It's and that it line. So couple of days. It's that line from Green Street Hooligans, and he says, "You know, when you get hit in the face and you realize your glass or your your jaw isn't made out of glass, it really changes everything." Like the, yeah, I'm sure it does. But you, know what, you know what changes everything further? It's getting hit by Mike freaking Tyson. It's the Rizzuto Show. All right, that is it for us. What a successful show. Again, thank you so very much to Liv and Mike. Hey, thank you, buddy. And King Scott, thank yeah. you guys for all the help. 
Uh, and thank you to all the weirdos for the support. I know this isn't uh, you know an easy transition when you're listening to the Rizzuto show and there's no Rizzuto. Uh, that's kind of strange. Yeah, but he's mix them up. He's Moon enjoying himself. <laughs> oh, nice. Good one. He's enjoying himself in Mexico. We know that because we haven't heard from him at, at all. I think he's actually doing an excursion today. Yeah, at least he, that was the plan. Sounds like it. It is the Riz Show presented by the Fast Lane. I didn't want to miss that. Yeah. Uh, join us tomorrow. We're going to have all sorts of uh, stuff. Uh, tomorrow, Anthony Stalter joins us on the show. Cool guy. Yay. Anthony's a great dude. Cool guy. He's I can't wait to see what kind of sweatpants he's wearing. On he's that. a really great dude. He will join us in gray, green, blue, <laughs> yeah. or uh, what? Something that maroon cool, yeah. <laughs> sweatpants, I'm sure. <laughs> That's the sports guy's wardrobe. <laughs> uh, any Anything else uh, well, anybody yeah, uh, has Riz to plug? got you some flowers. And, uh, oh, what is that? Yes. <laughs> and if we, have, <laughs> if we have enough time, let's do this. Happy, Happy birthday oh. to you. Cha-cha-cha. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Moon. Happy birthday to you. Let's see. It's your day, buddy. Okay, so we got a balloon that says, it's your day. What are these? Are these, Love you. Are these strawberries? Oh, roses. Strawberries. <laughs> 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 Upside down strawberries. And I love you, balloon. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and, a, and a heart for, left over yeah. from Valentine's Day. Yes, Thank you, clearance balloons. And I will say, Mike, your singing voice, I can't quite put my finger on it, but it just sounds like I've heard it oh, before. Oh, thanks. A lot of people say I sound like Engelbert Humperdinck. <laughs> that's right. That's, that's sound like a local celebrity <laughs> for sure. But huge thank you to all the weirdos for joining us. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I know it isn't easy. Uh, follow us on our, our socials at RZZ Show and continue to, to to hit us with the emails and the, uh, and the feedback on that. Uh, instant feedback on the on the app Riz Show at 1057thepoint.com. Scott, you got anything uh, from? Oh yeah, tell me all about the Pappy's Recappy. Brought to you by Pappy Smokehouse, celebrating 15 years, locally owned, world famous. Two locations, including Highway 70 and the Mid Rivers Mall Drive in St. Peter's. But what do we got? Yeah, Liv, are you a grower or a shower? You can find all that out. <laughs> a big study on that on the blog. So it's a good one. Great. A study on men's junk that defines them, and uh, 49% of couples. Would sleep in separate beds to get better rest. Do you guys do that? I don't know. Check out everything we covered today on the blog. All kinds of stuff. I mean, amazing crap on. Amazing amount of news. Actually, probably one of the biggest news days we've had in a while. And a beautiful, sexy time fun fact. So go check all that out. The blog and today's title, it's a it's very, very serious title. It's an urgent poop. It's an urgent poop. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Which thank also you. kind of Li- sounds like a fish. Thank you, Liv, for giving us the podcast title for today. Yes. <laughs> That's why she doesn't drink coffee. Uh, again, special thanks to uh, to Mike and Liv for coming in and helping us out. Anytime. And, and a huge thanks to Mama Moon who called yes. in. That was cool. For her first time live on the show. I don't I don't know what she was thinking. Oh, 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 oh man. But, uh, Yes, thank you. She called in for my birthday, and that, that was the so greatest sweet. gift of all. So love you, Mama Moon. Love you, Miss You Bye. Uh, so let's do this. The Team Riz member of the day brought to you by Hot Shots, a proud sponsor of Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz. It is Emily Adams from Imperial, Missouri. Welcome to the team. The Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs.